Welcome, welcome. Another what episode. What up, what up, what up, what it do? <laughs> episode 132. Maverick. Oh, yeah, I didn't get a chance to change the <laughs> intro video. <laughs> so it still said 131, but we all right. We know what episode it is. Anyway, man, hopefully y'all had a good, stress-free week. Another Saturday is here. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah, I guess we can get right into it, I guess. Let's get into it. Right into it anyway, y'all. Uh, let's get it. Hold on. Before we get into this, that's not what we're going to start with, actually. Let's go back. Uh, over the week, we finally got to a few TV shows that uh, and movies that we need to get to. And um, Shout out to Craig. Oh, what up, Craig? <laughs> He's there first. <laughs> yeah. You beat Regina. <laughs> oh, Regina not here today. Yeah, yeah. She's not going to be able to make it here first. today. We're going to miss it for the day. Um, so, yeah, we, we watched a few shows over the week in the movie. We watched uh, the movie Tether. Tethers, I'm sorry. Yeah. We watched uh, The House of the Fall. I mean, so the House fall, of the Fallen. No, the, the, fall, fall, the Fall of the House of Ushers. Ushers and, and Changeling. Oh, we watched Changeling. Like, that's, that. that's a few months ago. We watched that. A month ago, two months, three months ago? Whatever. Maybe three. Yeah. We're going to talk about some of that first. Um, let me just show this on the screen right quick. Matter of fact, we're going to show a little bit of Tether. Um, really? Yeah, we are. Black on so, <laughs> shout out to Kifa. What up, Kifa? <laughs> so, we finally got around to this movie, Tether. They wanted um, to live screen that. <laughs> No, yeah. Live watch. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna show a little bit of it right now. I don't know if they're gonna I don't know if you're gonna strike us or not, but we're gonna play a little bit of it anyway. That, and, that shit um, is paid for. It's <laughs> funny because I'm gonna compare this to another thing. I remember when we talked about Tariq Nasheed and his documentaries and how he acts for crowdfunding. And when he does it, let's be honest, it comes out a decent documentary. Would you agree? It's okay. As far as sound and video quality. It's okay. It's okay. So this one right here, we watched a little bit of it. And the first thing we noticed was it wasn't. <laughs> that what you said. You don't say it no more. What did I say? What did you say about this little, this tether documentary, if you would call it that? This is first documentary. You got to get a man some leniency and grace. It ain't his first. Huh? It ain't his first. What is it? He did another one. It's his second. Practice, practice makes perfect. Third right, time is the, is the charm. All right, let me play a little bit of this. Black on black crime, you can find it in almost any major city like Chicago, New York, or LA. You know what's fucked up? African people don't like black people. And the story is usually the same. A disagreement between two black men or a group of African Americans that leads to violence. As soon as they see us, they get an attitude. Hey, how you doing? This nigga. <laughs> we don't like the black man in America. Motherfucker, you don't work, you don't do shit. She faces danger. It's being on the street in any American ghetto where the black-on-black -black crime is a bigger threat and a bigger problem in the black community than the police. Let's say that you are sent back to Haiti. Would you try this trip all over again? Let me back, I come back again. You'll just keep coming back until mm -hmm. I stay. Now, that's the intro. He took some news clips. Let's just we do that. I'm going to be honest, man. This wasn't very good. <laughs> I just gotta be honest. This wasn't very well done. 
obviously Marcel, he spoke some stuff we agree with, truth to power. He spoke some stuff we agree with, agree with but other than that, you really don't want to say it. You really going to make me say it. You're going to just sit there. What what I do? Say what you said when we watched this. Includes <laughs> people like me. In my lifetime, I had a highway ran through my community. In my lifetime, my family has had land stolen from them through things like heirs property. That is not a black immigrant story. That is a black American story. Now, I'm not going to say that black immigrants aren't impacted by anti-black racism in America. I'm sure they are. But you decided to come here. You knew America was racist before you came here. And if you feel America owes you for racism, that's a separate matter. Reparations is not to get rid of racism. Reparations is for this country to pay the debt owed to black descendants of American slaves as they paid the debt owed to descendants of Japanese people who were in those concentration camps, as they've done it for the various Native American tribes, as is being done for Holocaust survivors and their descendants, as is being done for the descendants of the Iranian hostage, as is being done for people in Guam who were taken as World War II prisoners of war. Their descendants are getting reparations, those exposed to radiation. And right now, they're trying to find veterans who were exposed to burn pits to give their descendants reparations. Even in Nigeria, tribes are always racist towards each other. You know, um, most times when, when election <laughs> is election time. That's true. Know, um, an Hausa man cannot come to Yoruba land and want to become a governor. It will become a chaos situation. A, a, a Hebo guy cannot go to an Hausa land and want to become um, a senate or whatever um, post is um, vouching for. So these things is everywhere. It's not just about white man towards black uh, Americans. It is not just about um, Nigerians or Africans towards black uh, black Americans. Uh, we built not one, not two. All right, so you get the point. Now, are you going to give your opinion? I agree with what Craig Council said. No, I mean, they did what did you to say about the doc when you watched it? What did I say? Wow. <laughs> I said yes. I said this could have been done better. I asked, who was asking these Africans the questions? Um, the, the I never felt like I did feel like it was repetitive, like they kept saying the same thing throughout the video. But sometimes you got to drill it through these Africans' heads. <laughs> the these tellers, these tellers' heads. It is what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. He finally gave an opinion on it. He didn't say what he said, but we're gonna leave it alone. Now this show right here, this is Regina needed to be here because she put us onto this show. Last week, she said, have y'all seen the series The Fall of the House of Usher? And let me tell you. Very good. It's very good. And you know, for, for, for us to say very good nowadays, it has to be very good. So go check out The Fall of the House of Usher. Now, I remember when, when we friends were watching this, and one of the first things you said was, every episode felt like a movie. It did. Every episode was very detailed. like Because it, it pretty much was. It was, if you don't know, The Fall of the House of Usher is about a man and his sister who made a deal. Twins. Twins. I didn't know they were twins to the end. Yeah, they made a deal with a person, and after the deal came to an end, his seven or six children all were tragically anybody uh, that came was in his demise. line. Yeah, had to be taken out. So each episode was about the fall of one of his children and how they died. But very well done show. And it was. We, and when you watch the show, the first thing Travis said was. This is what's supposed to be the type of show that Changeling was supposed to this be. This is what Changeling was supposed to be. I felt like Changeling was supposed to have some sort of uh, 
what's the word? It's so like a, a not sci-fi, a, um, suspense horror. Yeah, type theme to it. Spiritual. Spiritual. That's what we wanted. We wanted more spiritual uh, things to take place. But the movie was, was more spiritual. But the movie was more so about a parent and the idea of a of a, of a I'm sorry a mother going through post traumatic stress disorder. It turned not, into a well, feminist pe- thing at the end. Of postpartum. The show. I'm sorry. Postpartum. It, it turned into something more of a a commentary on mothers. It got feminine. Feminine. Yeah, yeah. I would say, even though the the fall of House of Usher had a woman being like the quote unquote deity, it wasn't overdone. Yeah. It wasn't no feminist act to it at all. It was just what we back in the early two thousands and prior before we got to this new age, uh, sort of film and TV series that they're giving us. I will also say that the Fall House of Usher, we at some point we should do a breakdown of that. It's it's very good. What Shout up, out George? to George. At some point we probably should do a breakdown of that because it's obvious that he represents uh Zeus. It's a lot of it's a lot of characters. Greek mythology, uh uh-huh. Egyptian mythology, yeah. I would say Hindu, uh what what's the uh Norse Norse mythology, yeah. Uh, I think they just combined a whole bunch of different um, mythologies all in one. Yeah. And me and Regina were going in the comment session giving ideas. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was very good. It very was very good. Show. good. So go check out the House of Usher. Fuck Changeling. <laughs> that was a waste of time. I hope you don't get a fucking second season because the shit was trash. What about Tether? Tethers. Tether. Uh, Marcel. Uh, get better. Uh, maybe link up with. Uh, you gonna say it? Somebody to <laughs> ain't help you. Say, <laughs> All right, let's yeah. get back to the regular scheduled program. Okay. Jewish organization slammed Kanye West over Jewish Jewish bitch lyric and new song. So go ahead. Now let me play <laughs> the song for the little clip. A little clip of it. Um, a little snippet. A little snippet that he put out. Even though the whole song is out at this point, Vultures. Now let me play Who it. Who he's calling Vultures? The Jays? The Tiny Hats? He said, how am I anti-Semitic if I just F a Jewish? So the, the, the current lady that he was he's engaged to or dating, she's Jewish? I'm, I'm guessing. We're not surprised. But the point I want to make about this is, are they wrong? Who's wrong? The Jewish people for not wanting that type of lyric. Absolutely. They should be out protesting it. The black community needs to be more of an advocate of saying, why are you calling, when it pertains to black women, calling them bitches. Well, in in, in hip-hop, whenever they talk about, when they use that type of language, do they ever single out Sometimes they do. I can't think of an example. Uh, I want a red bitch, a red bone bitch. No, 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 no. We're talking about when they refer, do they ever say black bitch? What is a red bone? It's not the question I'm asking. I asked you a specific I'm question. Sure there's, I'm sure there's rap songs out there that has reference. I'm asking uh, you, have to, you heard one? I can't think of a particular song, but I'm sure it is, it is out there and it exists. But yeah. All right. I agree. They, uh, this is probably how they should handle it. A spokesperson for the Anti-Defamation League said, at a time of uh, raising anti-Semitism worldwide, it's disgusting to see Kanye once again use his platform to spew Jew hatred. Where, just, where is this rising... Anti anti Semitism coming from where is this rising? Is it is it uh, anti Semitic to say that you are sleeping with a Jewish woman? I guess so. And to point out her 
ethnicity. But you know what? They they love being with black Americans in general. Oh, we're gonna get to that. How they always tie themselves to it. Um I don't have a problem with it. Kanye West is equal opportunity offender. Exactly. They cry they cry babies. They they absolutely are. Only point I'm agreeing with is I expected them to say something about this because they have a they have control of their ethnic image. They don't want their women to be even though it's so crazy. When you look at Hollywood, a lot of their actors are female actors, male actors are Jewish. And they don't portray them in the best light. And in their movies, they are very they're not sexual. portrayed in the best light. Hell, look at porn. Who started that? Whores. Look at porn and look who started that. Who are all these companies ran by? I'm just being honest. Bruh. <laughs> all right, let's move forward. All right. Uh, Kanye West and Chris Brown. For <laughs> oh, they just had to throw Chris Brown in it. Blasted for dancing to anti-Semitic track vultures. Uh, let them never work again. Now, obviously, uh, Chris Brown reacting the way you expect him to react. I ain't no fucking uh. Yeah, Jew. You say it. He said, "I ain't no Muslim. I ain't no uh, uh, Judy. I ain't no." He said, "I ain't no Christian. I ain't no Muslim. I'm a Piru, <laughs> a gang member. Piru. I'm a Piru. So yeah, but uh, I expected the backlash to come with that, but it's fair to say that's what they should do if you want to control your ethnic image. Now, speaking of Jewish, just uh, recently, if it's not yesterday, was it a day for yesterday? Henry Kissinger finally croaked. <laughs> That wicked, wicked man, one of the most influential, <laughs> one of the most influential statesmen in U.S. history. All those black hearts. Uh, Henry Kissinger, dominant U.S. diplomat of cold era, dies at age one hundred. And with him passing, I noticed that a lot of the um, leaders of other countries they had to play a certain tightrope, show respect to him. True. But some of them called it out like, no, he died and he killed a lot of people. A lot of people uh, died because of what he did. Shout out to Mystery Man. Hey, guys, I've come out of the closet. <laughs> now I'm identified as a Jew. <laughs> what up, Mystery Man? <laughs> Henry Shout Kiss- out to Mystery Man. Bye-bye. Henry Kissinger, <laughs> top U.S. gentleman responsible for millions of deaths, dies at 100. Obviously, he was a Jew, obviously. Uh, this is the wicked, wicked man. He uh he was one of the people that led to the uh, Chilean the uh, Chilean. overthrow the Chile Chile he overthrew the government was led that was to in a, 1973 yeah was led to a dictatorship um they didn't really talk about to, that in the article though yeah and it led to hundreds of thousands of deaths he looks gross when I have to wipe my screen after this <laughs> they all look like that yeah so and, and by the way this goes to prove that when the wickedest people live the longest lives because they're not under judgment. Not yet. We are under judgment. That's why we don't live very long. That's why when your ass do something, you get caught immediately. Instantly. It's like a lot. I'm going to save that later. It's like a bolt of light. Every time you're having something, strike your ass. do something, boy, he, he ain't going to make it to 50. It just ain't. He's going to have to, some way, somehow, he will get some level of judgment. But I want to get, I'm going to show y'all something small, but just to show how these people make sure they hover around black people any chance they get. Now, this is uh, Wikipedia. I'm going to scroll down to this right here. Let me just go all the way down. And I'm going to show you what they said was his honors and his uh, awards. Obviously, in 1973, somehow he got a Nobel Peace Prize. After what he did in 1973 regarding the uh, Chileans. That's crazy. (laughs) Job of the Hut. (laughs) He did. He is. Yeah, right here, definitely. But that's what happened. He All the evil he did, he was able to get fat no. 
and going about his life. They, they, they would dwell in where? Exactly. In they the fast of the land. In the, the fast of the land, land of the milk and honey. honey. But um, he apparently has something to do with the Paris Peace Accord, and obviously he called, him, called himself in the Vietnam War. But the other guy who won the award with him, he... I don't want it because what you're saying happened didn't happen. And two of the people that voted on the panel stepped down, stepped down cause they was like, he do not deserve no, yeah. um, um, Nobel peace, Nobel prize. peace prize. Now right here, it said, um, he, he, uh, donated his prize money to charity and did not attend the award ceremony and later offered to return his prize medal after the fall of South uh, Vietnam to North Vietnamese forces 18 months later. So he know he didn't deserve it. It made him look bad. I wonder who gave it to him. Wink, wink. Now, this is a small story I want to show that just shows that these people somehow are always around us. In 1976, he became the first honorary member of the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, I read up on that. <laughs> I can't believe they had a Jewish... A, I, I, can, I can believe it. So, the Harlem Globetrotters was a, a group of African-American men in the South Side just of Chicago. Just black American. Oh, black American, however you want to say it, who uh, started this uh, group to play uh, basketball in a very, in a, what do they call it? Um, they call it, not charity. I forgot the word. Anyway, they played, they created this team as entertainment. And it just so happened that this team was uh, founded, or at least had a backing of a Jewish man named Abba, what's his name, Steinman? Uh, Stiper. Stiper? Uh, Cyper, Cyper, uh, <laughs> Abe? Saperstein. Saperstein. This is the man who was the backing of the Harlem Globetrotters. That uh, he was the, was the founder, owner, and earliest coach of Exhibition. the Harlem Globetrotters. Exhibition. Exhibition. That's the word. Thank you. Uh, Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, Saperstein was a leading figure in black basketball and baseball from the 1920s. Well, to you know the they said that he was an owner. Yeah, he wasn't. But he wasn't an owner. He didn't start it. They say he started it. He didn't start it. It says he was the founder and owner here. Yeah, but he's he, not the founder. No, he wasn't. <laughs> but they but they then, gave him the title of the founder and owner though. Yeah, and then what made me mad is when they said that he was a leading figure in black baseball. And you know they always say that uh, Jackie Robinson is the first person to integrate baseball. That's not true. There were black baseball yeah. players in the 1800s. Yeah, they just kicked you out of the damn sport <laughs> so that they could become the kings of it. And when they realized that, well, they you, say he's the first one that made it. Yeah, then when the Negro League came. And they were showing that there was levels to this. Then they you brought to. them over. Yeah, the same thing you did with the uh, basketball when you had the uh, ABA and you did, NBA decided to integrate it. Anyway, um, but that's just funny to me that it just so happened that a Jewish man connected himself to the damn Harlem Globetrotters. Well, they connect themselves to anything that uh, Black Americans do. Also, um, Henry Kissinger is the reason why you have the CIA and the World uh, Economic Forum. World Economic Forum is obviously led by Klaus Schwab. Swap. The man who wants to control the world. And Swap. He's one of the people that's pushing this message that you will uh, own nothing and be happy. The 2030 thing. <laughs> They're the ones that are putting out all these figures. These are the people that think 100 years in advance. If you don't own nothing, you can't say shit. These are the people that think 100 years in, in advance about what they want the world to be and how they want it to look and so forth. They want everybody to be on welfare. Pretty much. That's what the uh, UBI is. Universal Basic Income. They're getting used to it. All right, um, so I'm sticking on the Jewish thing for a second. Juliana. Juliana, I can't say that last name. You know how to say that last name? No. <laughs> Says black and LGBTQ supporters Margulies. of Palestine Margulies. are brainwashed to hate Jews. Why do they keep tying black people to the gay stuff? 
like they always make that a connection. Whenever they speak on the black thing, they have to include the LGBTQ plus stuff. It said during the podcast interview, the morning show star criticized people in Hollywood for not standing up for Israel and called for a TikTok ban. So everybody, so you think that everybody in the world is just automatically supposed to agree with Jewish people and not can not see the Palestine side? That's what that's crazy. Uh, she said, "When LGBT, she said, uh, let me see right here. She said, I am the first person to march for Black Lives Matter. I don't give a when damn. that happened to George Floyd, I put a black screen on my Instagram. Were you out there with a the sign, Black Dick Matters? <laughs> that what you was out there doing? <laughs> oh, man. When that happened to George Floyd, I put, my, I put a black screen on my Instagram. I like to support my black brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. she said. In which way? George would like to know, in which way do you like to, to support your black brothers? <laughs> now, of course, that interview was done a few weeks ago. But once these uh, publications started picking it up and writing stories about it, she then came out and apologized. She apologized for comments accusing black and LGBTQ people of, of anti-Semitism. I am horrified I offended communities I truly love. Oh, you do? <laughs> How much? Uh, I'm trying to go right here. She said, uh, you know, there is a film being shown by this black lesbian club on Columbia campus, and they put up signs that said no Jews allowed. Uh, as someone who plays a lesbian journalist on the morning show, she can continue. I am more offended by it as a lesbian than I am as a Jew. Yada yada yada. So She's she a lesbian? No, I guess she plays a lesbian on a TV show. Oh, okay, I'm not sure. I am horrified by the fact that a statement I made on a recent podcast offended black and whatever people, communities. Yada yada. I truly love and respect. I want to be 100 percent clear: racism, homophobia, sexism, other prejudice against anyone's personal beliefs or identity are abhorrent to me. Full stop. Yada yada yada. Why do they keep? They they also keep time they keep time black people to this Israel thing. Like you uh, maybe them. maybe because we you know we endure the most suff- pain and suffering, so they feel like if there's a group that's backing us as the actual people of that land, <laughs> uh, we can get some sympathy points. You, know, you owe them or something. Now earlier we talked about the reaction to the ADL to the Kanye West's lyrics. Now we're gonna just position, we're gonna com- compare that. To Shout the out to Kifa. Shout out to Kifa. <laughs> We're going to compare that to the reaction of uh, certain lyrics by hip-hop artists who speak, who really are talking to the black community. Now, Sexy Red, we've talked about her at nauseum at this point. Uh, she is now, now this is an older story, but it's continuing. It seems like it's becoming a bigger deal as time goes on. Grammar school teachers in the hood now use Sexy Red lyrics in their classrooms. So I'm going to show this one right here. How I get my students' attention. If you see me, you trying to see what's up. If your pencil sharpened. What do you think about the programming? <laughs> First off, you asked a lot of questions. You go, well, how, did, how does she hear that? I guarantee you. Six six red pussy stink. <laughs> well... <laughs> She should make enough money where her pussy ain't stinking, Mr. Man. <laughs> if you see me, you ain't trying to say what's up. All right, I need my eyes on me. If you are done with your exit ticket, raise your hand. Disgusting. Now, how much of this is the, is the teacher actually using this because the kids know it so well versus the teacher telling the students to say this and then recording it for Instagram? Probably mixture Instagram both. Instagram and TikTok. They should know that this is doing them harm by them incorporating this into their daily uh, curriculum to get them to respond to do things. I would say that's that's a no. 
It's a flat out no. What's what's also funny is a few weeks ago we. Go ahead. However, I do remember being in um, back in like fifth grade. They used to play like uh, Britney Spears' songs yeah. and all those different types of pop songs in the background. But it's also they ain't. Well, they those ain't songs sexy red as vulgar though. as her song. It songs? was not vulgar. I mean, Britney was saying "Hit me, baby, one more time," so we don't know what she was talking about. <laughs> but I People digress. People say it's disgusting. <laughs> uh, you go from uh, Harold Marvin in the Blue Notes, wake up everybody singing every morning in some school back in the day to this. Yeah, yeah, it's a fall. Pretty off. much, it's definitely a fall off. Uh, Sexy Red says she's going to make kid bop, kids bop Look. songs. Go ahead. Now, I love my sisters, but I have to be honest. Black women support a lot of foolishness. I still love them, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. See what white uh, kid broke. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, we're we going to talk, talk about, about it. it. Sexy Red says she's going to make kids, kids bop songs after telling student children, ballot teachers, to play her music. That's a no. It keeps going. She can't change her image. Well, I don't think she's trying to change it. What kind of kid bop she's she going to do? I think she's going to make the same music and... It is what it is. I just listen. What, what I don't love them hoes. <laughs> listen to what she had to say. School, I'm calling you out. The children today, I have never experienced. And I'm, I agree I'm 22. With George, she's doing the Nas X. Having yeah. to teach and work with you guys as children has been the most traumatic experience of my life. I teach five-year-olds ballet. Five-year-old girls ballet. I have a class of ten students. They don't respect any authority. You ask them, can you stand in your designated spot? They're telling you no and shut up. Oh, wow. They're throwing things at each other. They're throwing things at other people, other classmates. You say, can everybody sit in their spot? I don't want to. I'm not doing that. You don't get to tell me what to do. You're not my mom. You confront the parent. The parent tries to argue with you and fuss at you. Because you tried to reprimand and redirect their kid. I told a young little girl, please sit in your spot. You're not my mom. You don't tell me what to do. Okay. When her mom came to pick her up, I said, hey, your daughter's having a hard time following instructions. And seven times today, I've had to redirect her to just sit in her spot. Well, clearly she didn't want to sit. And mind you, this is a mom. Clearly she didn't want to fucking sit right there. So, I mean, if she telling you she don't want to do something. I ain't going to lie. She definitely. <laughs> She's hot as fuck. Let me tell you something, baby. Get out. <laughs> she you already a threat. <laughs> so you coming up to these parents and talking that. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Get your weak ass out of yeah, here. Yeah, they ain't feeling You ain't same. built for this. That's what <laughs> I would just tell you. Maybe. Uh, Deal with older, older students, maybe. She can't even go to the older students. <laughs> Why keep asking her to do it? You know she's not going to do it. What world do we live in? Like, what in you guys' brain as a parent says, hmm, my kid not following any directions is a, is a great thing. It's not that serious. And y'all don't have a right to tell her what to do. It's sad. It's sad. It's really, really sad. And an another sad. thing that's heart-wrenching is horrifying. It is horrifying. Your five-year-old daughters are asking to listen to Pound Town and Ski Yee. Your daughters, your five-year-old daughters are asking, can we hear Pound Town? I'm playing them Princess Tiana. Oh, shit. They ain't trying to hear that. Them, uh, you playing them. Uh, uh, <laughs> Disney uh, movie? They don't hear that. <laughs> what's her name? Who? Not Chloe. The other one. There was a mermaid. The Bailey sisters? One of the Baileys? 
How do I forget her name? Chloe and I forgot the other one's name. What's the other? What's the other Chloe? What's the other Bailey sister? Not Chloe, the one that played the mermaid, the the Black Mermaid. She's trying to play them that song, which is actually, I would think, little five year old girls would like that song. But they like, uh, get that wick ass shit out of here. I want to see a fucking pound town. (laughs) (laughs) They they like her weak ass. They don't like want to hear that shit. They said they, but I ain't gonna say that. But yeah, ballet music. So yeah, you get the point. Um, Yeah, that's pretty. Now, how much this is more of a commentary? And this is what she had. This is somebody. It's a sexy rare react to the video of a teacher uh, who refused <laughs> to play her inappropriate song to five-year students after they requested it. And she said, "Girl, play Pound Town, Ski Ye, and shut the." Fuck That's up. pretty much what the parents said. That's pretty much what the parents said without saying it. And it also shows the once again the um, complete recklessness that we have that people have towards Black American culture. When people get a position where they have influence, they don't think about their actions and how it affects the entire community. They become very, uh, they, they continue the not willing to respect authority. When the community is telling you to stop something, you're supposed to stop. You're not supposed to continue. Hallie. Her name Hallie. Uh, you're not supposed to continue doing what people are telling you not to do anymore. Which now becomes more of a commentary on the community. Artists are, artists are not supposed to be these respected people that get treated like politicians over your community. And also you don't have, you don't have a uh, community uh, parenting anymore. That's they went out with the, uh, with our mother's generation. Oh, yeah. You don't touch my kids, blah, 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 which I can, it's an understanding to that somewhat. Yeah. But it, I don't, I, but they also were not like two thirds Craig. <laughs> I'm about to say that two thirds got to go, but it's also was a balance though. It's a difference between saying not touching my child versus don't, Put your hands on my child. I will correct their behavior. This generation is saying we ain't correcting shit. Clearly, she didn't want to do it. So don't make her do it. But you got to understand, when you look at a person who's considered themselves a rapper or an artist or whatever, entertainer, you need to treat them like the court jester. They're there for entertainment. When they start to go off the beaten path and start doing stuff that you don't want to be shown in your community, you're supposed to pull the carpet from underneath them and get them out of here. But they don't do that. Instead, y'all reinforce it by giving them more attention and more money and more success. Well, yeah. We it's reject crazy. cuties, but in reality, support cuties and wonder why your kids are targeted for the agenda. Exactly. Craig, two-thirds. She needs to go to a war. <laughs> know that that young lady don't need to go to her. <laughs> that young lady don't need to go to Aurora Avenue. She would get good business, though, but <laughs> keep going. Don't go to Aurora. Um now I'm going to show some clips about this hip-hop discussion. I'm going to show Umar and a few other people and what they have to say about it. Like I just said... Dr. Umar, don't be disrespectful. <laughs> Dr. Umar, you can't keep looking at these people, these rappers and such, and expecting them to do what's right. You're supposed to, as the community, as the listener, as the controller, do we still control hip-hop? Do black people still control I don't think we do. Because I would say up until at least the mid-2000s, there was no question. Even if we didn't control the money, we control who was going to be considered... Um, the image. Who's going who's gonna to be the image. We control who was going to get popular. No matter how much they put money behind certain people, we would immediately call them an industry plant. We would know. Now, I don't know. Yes, fuck Umar. Tell him, dude. There's a, there's a dude named... Uh, huh? You agree with that? You fucking Umar. Tell him. No, his name is Dr. Umar Johnson, but... What's the uh, white boy name? The rapper? Um, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. He just had a number one song. I ain't never heard the song. Everybody is saying, I have never heard this song. How is it number one? That's an industry plant. Somebody bought Baby, them streams. Baby's not playing in your area. Somebody bought them damn streams. But anyway, let's see what Umar, Dr. Umar had to say. 
hop has been around for 50 years. Not a single hospital, not a single school, not a single bank, not a single supermarket, not a single distribution company. How can we call hip hop a blessing to the black community where that type of money being made off of our culture in the community doesn't benefit from it at all? So you come to the community and give out a few turkeys. You come to the community and give out a few pair of sneakers. You come to the community and you throw a couple parties. And in exchange for some damn turkeys and chickens and some sneakers, you push death and destruction on our children for a living. And we're supposed to be okay with that because you dropped off some clothes and some turkeys. It's not acceptable until hip-hop begins to be a blessing for the black community hip-hop is an agent of white supremacy i actually agree with him here i 100 percent agree with him <laughs> i'm no more a doctor than umar is no more a doctor than i am a porn star yes umar because you're not one of us now hold on uh, George. you disagree with him i know you don't disagree with him I know you just talking shit. There's no way you disagree. They have it. tetherness in them. It's throwing it off for them, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree with Umar. Umar, Dr. Umar, 100 right there. It's up to you to hold these celebrities accountable. Hey, Umar, an agent for the donation, donation, donations. <laughs> All right, now I'm gonna show this one. This is uh, Charleston White on uh, Cam Newton's uh, podcast. By the way, I, you know, this is why I stopped. This is when I realized a certain certain thing as a fandom. Mm. And celebrity, I won't say worship, but when you put too much uh, emotion to this Charleston White thing, yeah, this Charleston White, Cam Newton, I have never wanted someone, I wanted a team to win as bad as the Carolina Panthers, Panthers in 2016. You were, we were rooting Th for you. This is when I realized that that is, an, it's a little addiction. It, it's the same thing as um as gambling addiction, all type of stuff. After they lost that Super Bowl, I was depressed. I don't feel like I've ever been depressed. I felt physically ill for like two days after they lost that game. Is this like the same feeling when, when we knew something was going on with the election or worse? <laughs> that, that's a little different. <laughs> but that's when I realized that you can't have that much emotion to <laughs> this type that of That is one fancy hat. Yeah, Camden had a lot of allegations against him, too. He dressed I can very, fuck with Charleston from time to time. Cam is from Atlanta, but we're going to leave that alone. But let's see what Charleston White had to say when Cam... Look at those pants he got on, though. Are those, uh, what do they call? Caprice? Caprice? I don't know. Cam, yeah, he dressed, wow. dressed very uh, unique. Flamboyant. <laughs> right, let's see what he had to say. See, this See, this is the thing, Charleston. Like, I, I think everything that you're saying has some truth to it. It's just the, the delivery. You're oh. standing... There's no denying that you're standing for and by your people. Well, here's the thing. Uh, when you're addressing evil, you can't worry about the delivery. When you... That's true. That's fire. I, I, that, that is true. Cam the gate. Newton. Cam <laughs> Newton. That is true. That is... That's great. I did just say it. The first line... Which goes back to our discussion we was having yesterday. Go ahead. No, you can talk about it. No, go. Cause, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was pretty much saying how I'm just done dealing with other races. I don't want to be around them. We were because we were talking about how um, in the Bible back in the day, yeah, they they could go into different areas in the world because in no, your no, mind, no. Let's be honest. I said that the world belongs to a certain people, and they have the uh, to the true uh, Israelites. They have the the right to do as they please on the planet. And you said you view that as true. 
right king that's mindset mindset, rulership. Yeah. yeah, do what you want when you can. That's, that's true. true. But I also said when you have that mindset, you are despised. Who cares? And hated. Who cares? So Charleston White just backed you up with that. For me particularly, I just don't want to interact and deal with them, period. I've always said that the I the the a true per a person anybody who anybody who's willing to step up and be a leader of the black community have to understand waiting for a bird to pop out of that hat. <laughs> anybody who's willing to be a leader of any community, not even just black people, you have to understand that you're gonna say things, you're gonna be hated. You're gonna go through a lot of scrutiny. When you talk about the heaviest the head that wears the crown, you're gonna do things and say things that your community is gonna be like they're gonna be against it. Because they're not gonna have the foresight to look forward. True. To know that the decision you're making right now is gonna benefit us 10, 20, 30 years from now. But they're gonna be worried about the now. So you have to be willing to take the bullets true. now so but, that later they'll be able to look back and say you were being right. But I will say this. There there is gonna come a time where well, the most high is gonna put it in you. For those like for those people who don't want to interact, be around it, and deal with it. He's going to put that into you where well, there's you going are. to be so much. You have the level of disdain, but there's going to be so much rage. Because I have the rage, but my rage is I don't even want to interact with you. I don't like calling that. I like to call it righteousness. Righteous rage. It's, it's, not, it's just righteousness. You're doing what you're supposed to do. Okay. <laughs> it's simple as that. All right, let's get to it. Looking at the conditions of our community, you can't worry about the evil when you got kids that kill kids and say we smoking on Tuca. See, they weren't worried about the delivery when these kids in Chicago were talking about smoking on Tuca. Mm-hmm. They weren't worried about the delivery. I ain't got no manners for no slut. I'm gonna put my thumb in her butt. The delivery? I like girls kissing girls where I'm from. And that's on the radio. <laughs> girls on girls. That's they that's promoting lesbianism to my daughter as we drive to school. This- I know there are men out there that don't mind. Having two women be with one another at the same time or threesomes and participating in that. But that is lesbianism. It is. <laughs> it's wickedness. Sorry. The Bi- in the Bible, that is, that is called out as well. <laughs> uh, Mr. Messing my, my gear are rising red. <laughs> song they playing with Drake. Y'all worried about the delivery? These niggas talking about killing each other. And they really, that nigga thug said, nigga, I shot at your mama. You don't mention me no more. He really shot that nigga mama. Let me say this. Chicago young, really be about that life. No, YSL, a young thug is on trial right now. And I've seen so much stuff in that trial. It looks like they're trying to throw that case. We're going to talk about that maybe next week. <laughs> so much stuff has happened where you just kind of just, too many mistakes, quote unquote, DMA. are happening. But he's right. These rappers get on these microphones and on these beats and talk about the most heinous things they've done, they will do. And wonder why. Their lyrics are being used, used against, against them, them when you're being charged with How a crime. How you in a song saying, I'm, I'll shoot your mama, and then somebody's mama gets shot, and then you surprised when that case is coming to you at your front door? <laughs> Travis has no rage when it comes to, to the Samoans. He has sage and whatever. <laughs> bow down to them. He will never walk up and slap one of them for the... George, I running, I'm not going to just randomly slap anybody <laughs> unless there's a reason to. You have to draw first blood. George, send us a video of you walking up to someone and smacking him. <laughs> he's going to tell you he ain't never did that. He ain't never going to do that. All right, before. <laughs> and y'all worried about my delivery? These niggas are confessing to murders on songs. And y'all worried about my delivery? The conditions of black sucking them, talking about booty hole. Y'all worried about my delivery? Come on, don't be hypocrites, black people. Y'all can't listen to this music if y'all so caught up in my delivery. 
And but Suki Suki and Sexy Red linked up and did some sort of thing together and Trina was defending him, saying if you if it's not for you, don't listen to mm-hmm. it. I told you they was on the same level. Suki was just a sl- uh, slight level more uh, vulgar yeah. than what she is. He's my, um... Trina came out and defended that. Said, if you don't want to listen, because you know she did that raunchy shit back in 1997, man, 1998. There's a, there's a picture floating around of Trina with a dude with oh. a butthole. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> she can't really. I did it in elementary, and they did have smartphones back in 1991. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's before they got their full strength. That's when you did <laughs> Don't do me like that. And the way y'all snap and pop y'all pussy to this music, the way y'all kill and drill to this music, don't trip about my delivery. Hey, yo, easy. Why you wear your pants like that? I wear my pants like that because that's easy access, baby. Easy. Why you talk like that? I talk like that to get my point across. Because when I wasn't talking like that, wearing a bow tie, y'all wasn't paying me no attention. And I was going to the Supreme Court changing laws and legislations in this country. I was working with over 50 U.S. congressional members from Ted Cruz to Mark Rubio, Senator John Cornyn. I was on the front page of the American Bar Association Journal. I had done a study with News 21, Walter Conkrike School of Journalism. Y'all wasn't paying attention then. So, nigga, I gave y'all what y'all want. A ignorant motherfucking nigga that talk like them rappers. Mm. I can't lie, he smoked this. <laughs> he killed this shit. He had to change now his, y'all. He had to change his persona so in what order they wanted to, to hear. be heard. Yeah. Now it's your turn, Travis. Man up, son. <laughs> if they hit me, then I'm gonna show enough hit their ass back. Mm-hmm. Now well, y'all listening. she said, well. Now y'all paying attention. <laughs> yeah. He right. He gave y'all what y'all wanted. It wasn't because that's him. the type of shit that black some black people, not all black people, are conditioned to want to hear. No, it's like we're conditioned to want the extreme. It's like even well, we're the, extreme people. Too. Look at the church. You don't want a pastor to get up there and teach you. You want somebody to get up there and sing and gyrate and not all the time because some people are able, like Pastor Darby. No, no, no. I'm talking about in the church. Like okay. In the, in the the typical black church, but you do come on now. You do want somebody that has personality and that's charismatic and can deliver a message. I ain't talking about personality. Shout out to Shante Shashe. Better about... to be late than to never have shown up at all. <laughs> uh, Andre two thousand wants his whole swag bike. Peace, oh, good people. Yeah, uh, Andre two thousand got a lot of kids out here. A lot of dudes copying him, especially Travis. Him. You a light foot and run too fast, so you'll take the L. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a great runner. Should have been on track. Attention, huh? I got y'all attention, checkmate. Now let me tell y'all what y'all need to hear. We fucked up as a race of people since y'all so caught up into my delivery. Five yeah. percent of children now are catching HIV from ages 13 to 21. What y'all worried about? 85% of the new chlamydia, all the new cases of teenagers. What y'all so caught up about? Nigga, only 35% of most kids in inner cities can read on or above their grade level. What the fuck are y'all talking about? These kids can't read. Come on, my nigga. So we gonna be real. Let's be real. Uh, I'm not bashing the black woman in her BBLs. I'm not bashing the, the black woman because she wearing eyelashes. I'm not fucking with the sister because she got too many baby daddies. I'm addressing men. That's what you're supposed to address, right? 
Well, yeah. <clears throat> You're supposed you address to address the man so you get the men in check so then the men could go and address their women in their household. Exactly. And when the men are in order, the women will get in order because the men have standards who will not tolerate the bullshit that the women perpetuate or do in the community. Exactly. The, they always say that the, uh, how the women and children act in the community is a reflection of the man. Because the men are not in the household. So when the men get it together in the black community, the women will uh, follow suit. That's why they're always saying, where are you leading me to? That's a good point. Where are you leading me? Where are we going? Uh, (laughs) She she would never stand 10 toes down and have her face forced to the ground for the sounds of blackness. I don't know what he's talking about. Travis is not a part of this group. Everyone has to be held accountable. Travis too busy back in. Everyone has to be held accountable. (laughs) Everybody has to be held accountable, but there's a there's an order. There's an order. There's a pecking order. Yeah. It's the most high. I wonder if he can pop his eyebrows out. <laughs> Just like we abandoned no justice, no peace for George Floyd. Are we still mad about George Floyd? Are we still mad about police shooting? Is that why we're not kneeling no more? Are we still boycotting the NFL? What happened to all these things? Well. What happened? Nigga, because I'm still stuck on Tamir Rice while y'all stuck on my delivery. I'm still mad why ain't now motherfucker tore up the country behind Tamir Rice. Baby Tamir Rice at that. Since we so in tune. See this? Gotta give you honest. That was a great... <laughs> See, that's why, that's why I don't say shit uh, I don't, <laughs> because every time you say something... Shit be used against you. Baby sweet potato fries like patty. Oh, here it go. <laughs> That's why I don't tell my business. <laughs> so Charleston White made great... Stay out of my business, George. <laughs> Charleston White made great points there. Now <laughs> I want to show uh, Fat Joe. I'm tired of Fat Joe. We're still in hip-hop. Let's go right here. Fat Joe says something. I Who the black show. woman he doing an interview with? That's Gail King. Oh, she look a little... Oh, Gail lost weight? Gail says she got back up. New back. wig? Yeah. New uh, I've been rapping professionally for 30 years. I've lied in almost 95% of my songs. <laughs> I'm being lied, not lied. lied. How? Like, lied just, how? What do you just mean? Go, I, I write like I feel that day. Mm-hmm. I'm just being creative. You know, if you, you could probably put, you couldn't build the jail high enough for the lyrics I've said on songs, which are all untrue. What I am is a family man, a person who gives back to my community all the time, open businesses in my community. So the music would never amount to the actual person, Joseph Cartagena. Let me say this. Why is he being... Why does he get to participate in black spaces? Let me say this. So hip-hop was founded on the free speech to the fullest. It was We said what we wanted, rebellious music. <laughs> and guys like Fat Joe, who called himself Crack, who got on the songs and said how he sold drugs and moved weight and all this other stuff. Now that these courtrooms are starting to put that shit on their ass and tell them, oh, this is what you did? All right, let me they backing on. out. Now they trying to, oh, it was all lies. I None was being this, artistic. I was being artistic. How is it artistic to push that image in a in a, in a genre of music that's obviously- Well, it wasn't his particular genre that was, li- it wasn't his particular ethnicity that was listening to no, it. No, no, I'm saying, how are you going to push it into a genre that you know a particular audience is listening to? Because he ain't black. That's, the, that's what I'm saying. So now because this stuff has been used against Thank Young you. Thug and stuff, y'all want to come out here and say that these lyrics are all fake. He gets to participate because we allow it, unfortunately. It's not we. It's some fucking northerners. No, that's not true. Because people down south have, have allowed people to. Who? What's the white boy name from Texas? Paul Wall? 
Well, I don't really be talking about Eminem. Texas. Eminem is from Detroit. I'm, I'm naming area. It ain't just New York. Midwest, the South. It's the West. It ain't the South. The West I Coast the is South. Every, not the dirty every, South. It's every two different, coast different has allowed somebody to come into the culture. Every no. last one. You going to acknowledge and then, that? They, and normally when they do in the South, not the dirty South, what you, you have to blame who, NY. <laughs> Definitely. Who, we blame who, NY who, and we blame California. Who's the dirty South? Uh, the dirty South would be uh, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, you know, t- South Carolina, North Texas Carolina. Texas say they're not even the South. They said they're the dirty South. No, they said they're not the South. I don't give a fuck what Texas say. Some people could say they the fucking uh, uh, West Coast. How they West Coast? Because I say they are. <laughs> Stop fucking drinking all that lean, then you'll recognize where you're from, where you're at. All right. A person, a race. So now they're trying but to... Who, they go, who are they? Who, they the, who the fuck made them the South police? Because they are the, they literally the South. No, they were actually Texas. They're actually Mexico, if you want to be fucking honest. They're not even fucking a part of America. Oh, they, are, yeah. they fucking belong to Mexico if we really want to talk about it. All right. That's why the Mexicans keep going into that country, because they're like, this is our shit. This don't belong to y'all. Like you said, don't be jealous, Travis. You snort lean. Oh, come on now, George. You're doing too much. A person, a race, an ethnicity could say. Oh, hold on. We invented this. It is we know ours, what you like and to everybody snore. came after. Can I say something real quickly? Hey, listen, back in the 70s, 60s, maybe a little earlier, the Bronx is the melting pot of all ethnic groups. Huge migration of, of people to the Bronx. Okay? And, and and that's who created, or that's who put together this culture that we love so much. You know, hip hop was birthed in the Bronx, and hip hop holds no color boundaries or ethnic boundaries. I mean, it, we had Jewish cats break then breaking. You know, we you know doing graffiti. Doing graffiti, like you know, I mean, it, keep it, keep it a buck. I mean, hip hop, like basketball, was predominantly black. Okay, and 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 I remember, and my, my man Disco Wiz ain't here right now, but Disco Wiz, you know what I mean? We was friends in school, and when and when I told him I was DJing, I put him down with me. We start DJing together, and we would just as friends just walk through the neighborhood, walk down streets. We should dress like dress alike and shit. And he would catch flack from Puerto Ricans, Latinos. They would like stop him when we was walking and say something to him in Spanish. And I could tell that something was wrong because he would hand me his hat. Yeah. <laughs> and he and I seen him knock three or four people out for saying, Why are you hanging with that fucking Moreno? All right. So it wasn't all everybody kumbaya. We was at that point in our youth where we was in the, uh, in, the, in the park and most of the Puerto Ricans was in the handball court and most of the black people was on the basketball, basketball. court. Now, yeah. did black people play handball? Yeah, but it was predominantly Puerto Ricans. Did Puerto Ricans play basketball? Yeah, but it was predominantly black. And that's the same way, same thing for hip hop. He didn't. He didn't go far as he he should have went. But he okay. did enough on their platform when they were discussing. He did enough to check it. Fuck that dude. Anyone gullible enough to have to have hip hop? <laughs> they abuse hip hop because they use oldies in Zoom suits. All right. 
George, tell me what I allow off of the podcast. T.I. sets record straight on dispute with Sun King. I'm a ride to the heavens or the depths of hell about my junior. I don't like how he did all that Ebonic shit, the way he was typing it out. It was weird. Who? Uh, T.I. You what read you? the whole thing, how he typed it out? What you wrong the, with the, the, it? It was just too much. He's staying true to who he is. You don't like that? He's staying true to who he is. Yeah. Ain't, ain't this the same person that be trying to use all these big and elaborate words all the time as well? So I can't speak. What was his, Paul, what was his Paul, Paul, uh, podcast called? T.I. Expeditiously? Yeah. What's, expeditiously okay. is a big word? For some people it is. <laughs> so him and his son got in a dispute and it became viral. Now I want to ask the question is. Hey, y'all. Shout out to Honorable. What up? What up? Regina, tell him what Travis be doing. Regina don't be doing what I be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Regina live all the way in fucking uh, fucking uh, Rainier, why Mount Baker. What you telling him? What she's told where she lives. <laughs> what you mean? Why I'm telling? I live in fucking North Seattle. I live near fucking Shoreline. <laughs> we 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 in way two different fucking areas. <laughs> uh, uh, luckily she not here to to dry snitch on you. She ain't gonna. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, how his comedy career going? Oh, he quit. It's like he quit his podcast because he said there wasn't no money in it. The situation is too much. Dishonorable, sorry ass in the oh, house. Lord. house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, T.I. and his son got into a little dispute. Uh, his son was saying how he's staying on business. Yeah. T.I. had to put him in that, that chokehold. <laughs> that like a grown man. I, you can't do nothing with me, boy. You can't do nothing with me, boy. But is that something... You think there's something deeper to that or is it just a simple rebellious <laughs> son? Keep a... Oh, shoreline, eh? <laughs> 13 leckles equal a big word. Eh, maybe. There are big words that are pretty uh, used consistently. I don't know if I can like, say what, word? What's a big word that's used consistently? Expeditiously. <laughs> it is? Who say? Who just run around and say so, that? So you know, you're telling me that wasn't a thing where black people walk around. I do that expeditiously. Because they were trying to be funny. That's the point. It's not. Is it a big word? It's not, but. All right. We're going by a number Most of letters. All right. Not it's not far, far from me, me lol <laughs> okay i i could have sworn i was running one day uh near the um i run and i run in that by that trail by the fred myers up there i think it's on 180 181 85th and i said is that kiefer that i was running <laughs> nah. <laughs> i said nah that's not kiefer <laughs> uh what, what you think about this you think this is just a publicity stunt to get his son some attention and don't he got a rap career he's trying to start or some type of career. I thought he was trying to. I thought he was trying to go into like the rock and roll. So, I thought he was trying to be like what's his name, the, the guy that died. Okay. Um. T t t. Uh. Start with the T. I don't. I don't know. The one they said that Drake had something to do with his death allegedly. Tech. Uh. T t t. Xx Tension. Yeah. You know they have that. They have that rocker, like trippy red. They have that weird. It's rap. It's rap. They have that weird little alternative shit rap. they do. Like, uh, what's his alternative name? Rap. Alternative rap. It's strange. <laughs> T.I. Son is a excuse for light-skinned person. Wow. Why is it every time he come up, people just talk about him and his mama like dogs? <laughs> they be talking shit about him, too. Well, if you look like one, I mean. <laughs> Damn. Or a pig. Disrespectful son or more to it? What you thinking? What? Disrespectful son or more to it? What you thinking? Uh, I think it's more to it. I think this is all uh, this is a way to keep their son viral in the news because they have probably had big plans for him. He was even on the reality TV show. Uh, he was more of a focal point. Him and his brother 
were more the focal point as far as the kids. Yeah. Like, Tiny always made it sure, you know, to be noted that he could act. He was a, you know, all certain different things. So he's, they have plans for him in the industry. His oldest son is an artist. And he don't get talked about. He, he's he money. Money. He seems to stay out of it, stay out of the way. He left the show. Yeah, he seems to try to do things on his own. So, yeah, they compare. He's him. not trying to use his father's name to make it. He's actually trying to make it on his own. <laughs> no, I don't. Hang I don't hang out in that area. I'm more north. Lol, you're very close to Aurora. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, the child wants to expose how phony his parents are. Some abandonment issues there. That's what I was thinking. Now he made a point to say. That I think he said his grandma Sasha raised your Bob. <laughs> he's a baby can't get roasted he said um he said uh that he was grazed by his grandmother you know ti if he's a, if, if ti was out on the road a lot doing tours his albums and all this stuff he wouldn't be home a lot right i mean sure if his mother's out doing things his father's out doing things and yes you're probably going to spend a certain amount of time at your parents house i just kind of find it interesting when you have kids who have parents who are very successful celebrities who are very successful and they have abandonment issues and meanwhile the parents are like well you know they say well, i'm working so hard to give you a life that I never had and then you have parents who kids who have their parents available available to them every day mm-hmm. and it's just like damn i wish they would go somewhere <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy how it seems like you could never win as a parent well that's but just, honorable yeah. honorable Alcina. She always Who? get honorable uh Sienna <laughs> almost always gives like a perspective of the the mindset of you would think that would be it. Yeah. But that ain't it honorable. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't play this trick too many times in the industry for me to believe that bullshit. Yeah. They got plans for his ass. Um Tiny a cracked out former Mike <laughs> Mike porn star that uh that the side piece of oh, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Lord have mercy. The middle daughter was trying to expose him as well. What who the middle daughter? You mean the one that said that he tried to keep her a virgin? Oh, that's the that's his actual daughter. Okay. He's spoiled. That's more that's that, exactly Kifa. I agree. He's spoiled. That's what it that's what it narrows it down. But you know to. how this, you know how allegedly how this argument started between the two? How so? T.I. said, you ain't hood. You ain't from the hood. He's not from the hood, he's you from the know, suburbs. His father was telling him, You don't know nothing about no hood. And he got offended by that. Like he was like, crazy. His, like his father was trying to play him. And it's like that's crazy that <laughs> your father tried to put you in a, to, a better environment. Better environment. That you want to go be in that environment now, to connect you to your quote unquote blackness. And now, not blackness. What would it the be? The culture. Well, Do we promote that as a negative thing to be middle class and up? If you're not, if you're not connected to the hood, as you just said, you're not black, really. I don't necessarily agree with that. I but you do call them it. new blacks, though. No, no, no. I don't say they're new black. I said some of them are. And the ones who oh. the ones who only identified as blackness when they got in college. And you said they start looking at these black movies. They start looking at old movies and stuff and try to describe it to people who saw it then. And what well, it's trying to give you their perspective. You know, they're hyped up. They've seen this movie and, you know. Yeah, Mr. I agree. His father's a crime stopper snitch. Exactly. <laughs> Anywhere in the hell you got caught with all those guns and all that stuff yeah. that happened and you just got out and just went on about your life. Yeah. Like somebody said, his name is Tip. <laughs> I wonder who what he kind of the, tips he giving I out. Said, I wonder who, uh, what's it called? It said, uh, his name is Tip. I wonder who he giving the tips to. Maybe the local authorities. <laughs> <laughs> Drop his ass off in the middle of the hood. We'll see how long he lasts. His dad worked to get out of the hood and his spoiled ass son trying to go back. Ratchet. Right. Exactly. But it's a, it, on what we've been talking about the last 20 minutes, the, it's a culture thing. 
He think in order to be considered that dude connected to the culture, he need to come from the hood like his daddy did. The parenting is fronting. I don't think they had the wealth they wanted us to think he had in the child being at the grandparents' house ain't living in luxury. <laughs> well, let's take that. We don't. Well, most people who who get make a, it, they buy a, a substantial amount of money make sure they buy their parents' houses. Now, they they buy them. They buy them. Well, one reason why particularly they buy houses is so they can have something to lean back on if yeah, they, they ask ever get put out. That's generational. Uh, Wealth that's being passed down. Yeah, but yeah, um, the whole situation is this is for this is for attention. I don't know, but we'll we'll see. But you know, we we never know what goes on with these kids. We don't know if he's been touched. You know, if uncles and aunts were coming to the household, we don't know what happened to him in his. But he said he preferred past. the grandma. Shout out time. to Brilliantly. What up? What up? What up? Peace to the gods and goddesses. One eight hundred for the tips. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he said he wanted to be at the grandma house. Like he almost want to be away from because you get to do whatever you want to you know you get to do whatever you want to do when you're at your grandparents' house. Some grandparents' houses, yeah, but well, most of the time grandparents treat you better than they treat their kids. I don't well, like to say treat better, you better differently. They are more lenient towards the grandkids than they are towards because they don't the have to be kids. the parent to teach you the structure. The parent teaches the structure. I'm I'm allowed to just be. And also, they you know, try to make up it. for sometimes not being in Around, their kids' yeah. life. So it's like a second chance for me to have redemption. Towards my kids, yeah. So yeah, all right. We did enough on that. I want to show that this is here, not. Here you go. Here you go. With I got to. I'm I want to be a part of this gossip. <laughs> this is gossip. I go lie. Somebody started this uh, narrative, and I'm not saying it's true at all. But I did they, find why it funny. I put it up here. I found it funny. That's why I put it up here. <laughs> they sent the T.I. ain't that boy daddy. That is Bimmy. Now, if y'all know who Bimmy is, Bimmy is a dude who used to run with Supreme Team out in New York. Waka Flocka uncle. It's Waka Flocka's Big uncle. Big dead brother. Yeah. So they saying that that's his real daddy. And the only thing I want to show this was he do he do look like He just this well, picture here. I, I'm gonna be quiet. They do just got the albino. I'm going look. to be quiet. They do just look albino though, don't because I be dry snitching. You know what you saying? There have been some uh, lighter skinned blacks with some uh, hazel or green colored eyes that they were referenced to. Hey, that could go for your brother. You look like him. No, who you mean? So let's just be quiet on the looks. Who? You know, let's just be quiet on the looks. <laughs> Anywho, they said it's his daddy. Do you have? Do you believe this? No, I do belief? not believe that's his father. I believe Ti is his father. He looked <laughs> like his mama and his grandma. <clears throat> well, he looked like him, and, don't he? Yeah, he looked like his mama. <laughs> is that a, is that disrespectful to say? What's disrespectful? They look like his mama. No, the way y'all talk about that boy, talk about his mama. Well, his mom is not a looker, but <laughs> I've heard she's a sweet person, <laughs> sweet and lady. she's down for <laughs> she'll do whatever in the bedroom allegedly. So, by the uh, way, we we never pointed out that um, Tiny and Ti, Tiny and Ti won that case. Yeah, they won that case, and they and they and they were asking to be paid money for their court fees. Yeah. So stop blaming culture. If you have a good father figure, you're not looking for anyone. We need to study why black males who seem to have everything find their way to the streets. Abuse, usually. Yeah. I'm sorry, he's not attractive. <laughs> well, um, why black males seem to have... Well, one of the reasons, Honorable Sienna, is because we're under the curses. Oh, yeah, you see, you can't go there. <laughs> <laughs> we're under the curses, Honorable Sienna. <laughs> you know. But that's crazy. You should have been here, uh, what, 15 minutes ago? We were talking about how black men 
uh, if if we hold ourselves accountable, like Charleston White was saying, that he talks to black men, he don't talk to black women. Well, he because he's trying to get the men in order. Yeah. If the men get in order, then the women will get order, get in order. The children will get in order, and everything will be in line. But yeah, until that day, until that day comes, <laughs> you got to deal with us. <laughs> All right, uh, Diddy, another topic. He has stepped down from revolt. We knew this was coming. Yeah, this is this is pretty typical. It was obvious that he was mm. going to do this. He got to get away from this. He, you know, he doesn't want his ship to tank. Completely same. I mean, thing. but who watching revolt? Uh, clearly, people watching. He who got watched much, revolt in the comment? It's clearly people watching. I mean, he got a whole bunch of deals with TV shows and podcasts and shows and all that stuff. So people watching it somewhat. Some people fake. A good father figure should end peer pressure for men. That's true. Hundred percent. Okay. That's she won't get no disagreements out of me. That's a fact. <laughs> she can't even smoke that. You can't even yeah, leave that alone. Oh. Also, <laughs> Diddy's partnership with Charter Pub uh, Preparatory uh, Schools has ended amid sexual assault and accusations. And they did the right thing, getting away from him. Diddy 54? Not when Joe left the network, so did I. <laughs> no, we, well, yeah, let me tell you. State of the culture was the best thing on Revolt to me. But some people said they didn't like it. Why didn't you like it? I didn't say I. I, said I even liked when Scotty Bean was on there. You know, She didn't like being a punching bag. She did not like being a punching bag, but you got to have thick skin to be in this industry. Comments. If you stand on your points and this is what you agree, then you, you got to just ignore. Comments was on her ass every show, so I get it. It gave great banter back and forth, disagreement. No, the comments was just... They Why would you vicious. want somebody on there that's going to agree with everything that you say? And Remy kind of showed her ass too when she was sided with Cardi B out here drugging and raping men allegedly. Um, yeah. She defended that. Yeah. So she ain't that far removed. And we see where she at now. <laughs> you gonna leave that alone. Uh, so did he? He not no longer had to do it with his charter school. Uh, announced the end to their partnership. His own- Remy ruined the show, acting like a Hispanic man. <laughs> but I stuck it. <laughs> hey, Remy, are we going to talk about Remy Ma's connection to Fat Joe? I felt like Remy Ma's relationship to Fat Joe has just been so disrespectful to Papoose because I hear her reference him more than her husband. And I get, and it really wasn't even Fat Joe that gave her the, it was Big Pun who gave her the start. But I guess, you know, he probably took over that. Yeah. Um, Manager that spot. manager, that figure in the industry for her, but still, fuck Fat Joe. Hey, that's that's what's your loyalty. But I don't believe Remy Ma is Black American. I believe she's some sort of uh, Caribbean. Right, but Diddy's partnership with his uh, charter schools uh, has come to an end amid ongoing sexual assault allegations that he's been hit with. On Tuesday, Dr. Perry, Steve Perry, the founder of heads head of schools and capital, uh, released a statement regarding the several partnerships between the company and Diddy. According to the statement, the decision was made after a uh, thorough inv- evaluation that wasn't taken lightly. You know, That's a lie. I saw a video of a woman speaking on the lawsuit that Cassie put on Diddy and said that she didn't just sue him. She sued all the businesses that he was associated with. So the business are separating themselves. Yeah. So now they're all trying to separate from him because of liability reasons, I would imagine. Yeah. So, but they the, the definitely the, the the preparatory schools should definitely separate themselves from a person that's being accused of sexual abuse allegedly. Yeah, shout out to Harriet Eve Nine. I got this from her. She when she got it from the Art of Dialogue. I want to just play. But she what, said I put it up there. Yeah, I, I said it. I said who I got it from. But I want to play what he said about. Uh, we talked about um, Gloria Valet last week, <clears throat> and uh, he came out and spoke on it as well. House 
um, it was me, Scott, friend of mine's named Cree, uh, one of Scott rappers that he was finna put on and everything like that, cause he had a uh, thing called Tough Jew Production, and it was Glory Velez. So we start talking about relationship and how dudes, older dudes always want younger girls and stuff like that. And she brought up Aaron Hall. So I know Aaron and Kay was cool. So she said, uh, yeah, Aaron, he was, for light of a better word, having sex with me, and I was just 16 years old. So me questioning her, I said, so where did he meet you at? And she said, we met at a club. And I said, when you supposed to be 21 years old in the club? And she said, yeah. I said, so when did he find out that you were 16 years old? She said, we was on the line at the airport in customs. And he found that, that I was 16 years old. And they wouldn't let me go to Jamaica with him. And I needed a consent. Uh, my parental consent in order to go to Jamaica. So I said, so he think that you older than that. He just found out when y'all went to Jamaica. She said, yeah. I said, so how could you fault him? Diddy you Saga the continues. And 21 years. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, you, the club say 21. You 16 years old now. He bagged you. He put you on the flight for to take you to Jamaica. And he find out you 16 years old when he gets to customs. So can we talk about how much this goes on? That people look more mature than their age are? But that's why you have to ask for ID, ID uh, a driver license. This is R. Kelly all over again. All so, over. He, so this is to say that he did not know that she was 16 years old. She presented herself older than what she was. Let's talk about Gloria. <laughs> did y'all see her teeth? Really, did y'all see Gloria Velez's teeth? <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, now she's going at. The, I'm not gonna play the video, but now she's going after Uncle Luke, saying that oh, he. Oh, Uncle uh, Luke said, "Get the fuck out of here." He, she's going after Uncle Luke, saying that he uh, groomed her, which is funny because, anyway, I'm gonna play the video. Get that your he, opinion, you know. Let me play what he had to say. Learn what the <laughs> grooming mean. I don't even know what the fucking grooming mean. Grooming, <laughs> fuck is grooming. They had to explain that to me. Y'all got the right one. I don't have no problem going to court. I'm not Russell Simmons. I'm not them other people. I don't do that. I'm very, I know my brand. My brand is Luke. Hey, we want some pussy. <laughs> Face down, <laughs> up. That's Damn. what like. Me so horny. The problem is, when you know your brand and you know what you're, when you know what you're singing. <laughs> does she oh, have, Lord, does she yeah, have feminine teeth? Slick talking slick. She got hip hop preference teeth. <laughs> no, she, she may got their preference teeth, but she damn sure ain't got my preference teeth. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from me with them teeth. God about damn. You subject yourself to be in that kind of trap faster. So what you have to do is really not be about what those songs is talking about because you can get yourself jammed up. So he had another person that's saying that he was lying in his lyrics. 
Who uh, Uncle, Uncle Lou? He just said that. Crew. He's saying when you rap about certain stuff, you have to make sure you don't actually live that stuff out so you don't get jammed up. Yeah, I thought he has a family. I thought he had a wife and kids. So he pushed the enemy once again. But he, once again, this was a uh, tether pushing this uh, image on black Americans. Uh, these these <laughs> these black entertainment distractors are on, on team, team right, right now. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I video everything. I video everything. You did? Everybody sign releases. Oh, NDAs. I do shows. Ain't no underage people be doing no show with me. Okay, Luke, we got you. I fire girls. You get caught. Uh, oh, she was, I have chaperone for the girls. A one head dancer. It's always one head dancer. Uncle Luke was one of the main people that was going against the uh, the politicians because the politicians didn't want the conservatives didn't want people music like Uncle Luke and I was NWA and all that. Shouldn't them. be. And it's, he went against them and won obviously the free speech argument, which is true. That is part. But of But look what it led to. <laughs> Luke destroyed the African American makes uh, image notice how signed the community is. Yeah. Agreed, honorable. Luke said he got Kendall from the nineties. Not kitty porn. Kitty porn. <laughs> Got the kitty. Yeah, you don't play that. Now I'm about to play this here. This is Mark Curry. So now oh, all, all these people coming out of the woodworks. Like he said, uh, you got the bodyguard that came out recently and said that he's going to tell his truth and all that. I'm going to tell my truth. Now you got Mark Curry coming. It's like, bro, y'all knew all this. But only hey, now. Because it's time to seem like a canary. Somebody behind the scenes is telling them the green light is out. The green light is out, I guess. They getting the bag but, off of this. Well, they trying to. No, they've gotten one. Then they have all of them? Yes. Sophie, you was on Bad Boy. You know, looking at this lawsuit, Cassie, she claims that her and Diddy had freak-off sessions where they would get a male You talking about the freak-off session where they used to do in the studio and all of that over different entertainers' houses and stuff? Where they be having them parties where they won't invite you to? And they'd be like, we having a party tonight, but this ain't your kind of party. You'd be like, yeah, I ain't going <laughs> I don't want to go. That's, that's the same thing. Supposed to say. That's the same thing. Uh, Joe Button said. That Joe Button. Hey, they, it was fabulous, and a couple people was on a private jet plane. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Leo Coin. Yeah, Leo blew them out because I think he was receiving an award ceremony. Then mm -hmm. afterwards, we don't know what happened. There was a party, and Joe was like, "I didn't go. He didn't go at all. <laughs> I, I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it." Also, remember that uh, infamous interview that Diddy had on Drink Champs with Fabulous and um. Jadakiss. Uh, and he said, I want to take you shopping. Because <laughs> I ain't seen you. I mean, I, I want to take you shopping. It was just like, oh, where are we going? <laughs> that whole interview was flagrant. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Freak off parties? When you go in there, it'd be, uh, yo, let me tell you something. We used to go in the club. We go into the nightclub, right? And we go and get to the VIP. All of these girls come around the VIP and they just be standing there. And like, let me tell you something, man. I'm going to get back with you. We got to rewind this back. We used to go to the, when we go to the club, we used to have these bottles, right? And on this bottle, they'd be, they'd be regular Moet bottles. On them bottles right there, they'd been to have something to make the girls be real, real slippery and all of this kind of stuff. So real when you slippery. get up, they'd be like, don't oh, well, touch them bottles right there <laughs> and only drink them bottles right there. So we already knew what the drill was. You just don't mess with them bottles, right? Then... All of the girls is in the club after a while. They all running, looking, opening up their mouth like little birds. 
he was running around just popping pills in their mouth, pop, pill, 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 pill. And then that was the party. But all of the females that was in it, that's what they wanted. That was what party. It was part of the hip-hop culture. We ain't see nothing wrong with it until Bill Cosby got in trouble. He did one too many. So wait a minute. They were giving Quaaludes thigh openers? Yes, is yes, that an admission is. to a yes. date rape? What the fuck? Yes, it, it is. Keep in mind, he's admitting thigh that, openers. He's admitting that he was a part of it. You yes, don't realize he is. So they're going to lock your ass up, too. If not, if Diddy go, you going with him. Y'all some weak ass. <laughs> got it. You got to pop pills in order to get slippery. That's crazy. How you a Y'all got fucking money. How you wealthy, successful, all this other stuff, and you still need drugs. It's power. You're right. It, it, at that point, it becomes you just want power over the situation. But you have power in you being a celebrity. You just don't want no resistance whatsoever then. They into necrophilia. What's it called? Necrophilia. Uh, necrophilia. They want them just dead fish. Dead, don't move. <laughs> they just want dead fish laying Okay. I'm sorry. Man, look. <laughs> <laughs> I used to let me tell you, sir. I'm in the country. This funny. I used to, I used to, you know, we used to be on the road. You know, you'd be like, yo, let me go with my puff room, see what they doing. And you knock on puff door, he'd be sitting there, damn near butt naked. You ever just had a grown ass man answer his hotel door butt naked, and they'd be like, come on in. You'd be like, mm, I'll come back. I think you, you ever close your eyes, you'd be like, guess you're not present. So y'all uh, come out, y'all be exposing y'all stuff in the seventies stories. Y'all be, you he admit, wasn't even Winnie the Pooh in it. He just is. Y'all really be exposing. Because I can read between the lines. This is called Lost in the Script. So what you saying, we read between <laughs> yeah, these oh, lines. Oh, thank you. Wow, that was good, dude. This is Lost in the Script. When you say that you ever went to a man's room and he comes to the door, butt naked, you just go, I mean, I'll come back later. You're Shaking lying. Y'all was going in that room with him. Who? What is that story? Uh, uh, his bodyguard told a story about somebody in the room with him. Was it Ja Rule? Don't try to throw Ja Rule under the bus. I don't think honest. it was Ja. He said Ja Rule and Diddy was in a room with a woman. It was Ja Rule. So Ja Rule in that room, I'm just saying, some of y'all are admitting stuff without, without thinking you're not admitting it. I'm well, Mason, uh, Mason, uh, Cameron just came out and said they had a threesome with somebody prior and that the youngins wouldn't understand. Yeah. The dude who upset his child is a murderer in Africa. Sir, leave us alone with this. Where is the R. Kelly y'all killing me mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then walk away because see what happens is if they be like, come on in, and then you come on in, they be like, this man just came into my room. I'm sitting there butt ass naked. I told him to come on in, and he came on in. You be like, so what's going on for the day? Acting like you don't notice he there naked. You be like, bro, put some clothes on. What are you doing? Walk I don't want to see you naked. Niggas be lying, but we're going to move on. Y'all really exposing yourself. Y'all see what happened with uh? We're not gonna show. We're gonna talk about this too long. The Jenny Ma situation with uh, Jeezy. Oh, she said he he said was he actually cheated. cheating. Well, <laughs> she said that that would be uh guess their um their prenup. That's in a prenup. I guess if he cheated, then the prenup would be in uh null and void. Yeah. And you, she also said some shit about black people uh that the Asians do need to hire more security in black neighborhoods because yeah, when they, they when are they were, yeah, when they anti-Asian push, towards them. Yeah, when they were pushing that anti-Asian hate. Yeah, she said that when she was on the real. But a black man still married her. One of the, the woman said that black dark meat is a sign. <laughs> she never wanted you as the main course, sir. She just wanted your bag. She said she wanted a fun time, not a long time. But anyway. Fourth Work, Texas approves $3.5 million settlement for a child who witnessed fatal police shooting of Aunt Antiana, uh, Antiana Jefferson. He's like, even standing uh, emotionally 
What are you saying? Even sending a text message is emotionally cheating. Yeah. <laughs> so he got. They gave the kid 3.5 million. The, the man, the, the police officer who shot her, got 11 years. I think it was last year or earlier this year. He got yeah. sentenced. One of those. So he got 11 years, and um, they gave 3.5 million for the trauma. For the trauma to a young boy. They said it should be paid out in um, lump sums and lump sum, not lump sums, in uh, payments in small in doses up until he's uh, 40. I think they said. <laughs> okay. They said that it's gonna start a fund for college and all this other stuff. So he's gonna be getting small payments of that three point five. How million. can you cheat on your preference? She didn't read the fine line to the Hey on but black men don't Contract. cheat. Black men don't cheat. <laughs> y'all know this, y'all know this. This is the, this is the thing. Black men are like lionesses, like like a lion, and they have many uh, lionesses in their group. Yeah. Yeah, in their group. So the lion is not considered cheating on the lioness. Now there is a head lioness in the pride, bottom. But she knows there are other lioness in the pride that have to be tapped every so often every to so produce often. more offspring and make the community bigger. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. All right, uh, that was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas will use that shit too. Uh, a lot don't care who tells it. <laughs> School hate crime. Racist kid tells N-word, yells N-word while attacking black girl, breaks her nose and hospitalizes her. Black girl gets suspended. Let me play the video first. Although, can I play this? Because it's considered minors fighting. So I can't They got play it blurred. It. Yeah, I can't, blur, I, can't, I can't use it. So you see they fighting. Can't play it directly. I'm trying to go back. But wasn't it was it a black a black young man that pulled the white guy off of the white guy? Yes, I'm calling him a white guy. That pulled the white guy off of this. Uh, the proper term would be white male. White male. That so you see, they were fighting off of this child. So I can't show it because they're um they're in high school, so they'll they'll block the video. I avoid playing this video all week. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen it either, and I know I can't play it on here. So. I haven't seen the video. I didn't want to see it. Uh, I did notice that in the screenshot, the picture they have that it's a black little boy that pulled them off of. The black young lady. Yeah. Um, I just why did he beat the shit out of him? Yes. But he would have got suspended too. Is it worth it? Yeah. I, thought, I would think in that instance it's worth it. Oh, I'm going back to high school me. Yeah, I probably I definitely would have I think I would have jumped in. High school me? You were more violent back then than you are now. High school me definitely would have yeah, you were way more violent back then yeah, than I would, you I would are now. But yeah, in a shocking, horrifying incident in uh, Shawnee uh, Mission East High School, a black student was hospitalized after being attacked by a white male student. The victim's yes, unjust suspension. Uh, <laughs> the victim's unjust suspension sparked outrage and demands That's for true. systemic change. She said, "Dude, been waiting his whole life for this moment." Yeah, he definitely was. That's what they do. Though they always attack uh, the white uh, males. Always attack these. You know. Yeah. I wish it was. I wish it was Clarissa. He was fighting. Who? Clarissa Shields. Clarissa Shields. She would have boop bop this ass. I think she would have. You know. Anyway, a 15 year old Kenzie High School has been charged after he was filmed attacking a black student in the hallway, calling her the N word and punching her in the face in an attack that left her with a bloody, <laughs> with a broken nose. The fight happened on November 15th. Uh, video. Excuse me. The video Look at of that. the incident. Huh? Why do gorillas continually take their cubs to be taught by polar bears? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, polar bears are considered black, ain't they? 
Yes, polar bears have black skin underneath the white fur. <laughs> the, uh, they are binos. Yeah, uh, the uh, video of the incident shows sophomore Brianna Brown saying, "Walk away! Don't say nothing unless you're going to come say it in my face because I'm going to do because I'm going. I'm not going. Wait a minute, though. I'm not going to do it with you. Who went in a fight between a polar bear and a gorilla, though? Polar bear. I got my money on a polar bear. Polar bear is definitely one. Polar bear. Um, <laughs> polar smoke. bear gonna get that gorilla up out of here. Yeah, I mean, they do got opposable thumbs and. They might could work around it, but y'all Wait. laugh at that. <laughs> y'all laughed at that. <laughs> she be checking. <laughs> but uh, she said, oh, "Yeah, yeah." The male who appeared, who appeared to be white appeared. Okay, then turned around and said, "Me," and the N word <laughs> twice. She said, "Silverback, you geeking? <laughs> Silverback gonna get his ass whooped by Man, that polar bear? Gonna beat the hell out of that damn gorilla? You crazy?" <laughs> That's why the most high separated animals and put them in different <laughs> land masks because he knew if they all get together. They call they, you, you got a gorilla is the king of the jungle. You got the lion is the king of wait. The, the lion is the king of the jungle. How is that possible when they live on the lion is the king of the jungle? How is that possible when they live on um the land they live in the land mass of so far, the, you, huh? the lion is the king of the jungle? I think that term don't make sense now that I'm older. Why? They're in jungles? Like, no. Okay. The lion is the king in Africa, the landmaster in. The tiger is the king in India, uh, Asia. That's why the Most High separated the two, because he can't have two. Lions don't live in the jungle. Yeah, lions don't live in the jungle. You're not wrong. No, that saying is a thing. But we're saying, now that we old, that shit don't make sense. Why do they okay, say let that? Okay, me, let, me so let me preface what I'm saying. Lions <laughs> are the king where they at. Yeah. That's why the Most High separated the tiger and the lion. They cannot be in the same area. Because <laughs> the tiger is bigger than the fucking lion. The lion has more stamina than the lion, but the tiger is bigger. Lions will fight in... They fight together like in prize, like the lioness do. The tiger don't need no fucking but group what, of lions to fight with him. And the, yeah, what I'm saying is... What, I don't know how we got to this brilliant Tigers and a... Yeah, brilliant, brilliant saying what I'm going to say. Go ahead, say it. They live on the, the prairie... prairie. Tigers live, live in, in the jungle. jungle. Okay, we get that shit brilliantly, but what we telling you is the polar bear gonna get fucked. The, the the gorilla gonna get fucked up messing with the polar bear. So the, the gorilla will be the king of the jungle, wouldn't it? If y'all say so. All right. I don't know how we got on this shit. To be quite <laughs> hey, honest it, with it, you, it is what it is. He know damn well that gorilla gonna get his ass whooped by that polar bear. The polar bear is fucking huge. Yeah, polar bear win. But yeah. All right. Uh, next up. Uh, update on this story here. Mother of hulking six foot six. Why Sorry, keep... next topic. <laughs> I love his comedy. <laughs> Mother of hulking six foot six inch boy who brutally beat teacher aide unconscious says prison is a death sentence. You notice they keep pointing out how big he was. Like yes, they keep, you know what they're trying to do. They call him a polar bear. They gorilla. <laughs> well, he's a polar him. bear whooping her little. That was a fucking what? What was she? He's a gazelle. A gazelle. He was tearing the beating the <laughs> shit out of that gazelle over that damn. Uh, Game Boy. But yeah, uh, let me just play with the mother who I, I didn't know he was adopted. Uh, we can we can we can put this we talked about this yesterday. Go ahead. Look, look, look what Arnold was saying. Google. Lions are the king of the jungles because of their raw power and strength. Lions fear no other animals, however, like a king, lions do have eminent enemies. But, uh, thank you, Honorable Sienna. See, thank you. See, this is this. why I like Honorable because she go get uh, fucking facts. This. Y'all don't started this. Now, now, now y'all could be quiet because she didn't solve the mystery. Thank you. 
Lions are the king of the fucking jungle because they fear nobody. They have stamina. They look, don't care look, how look. fucking strong you are. They're going to keep going after you and attacking you and attacking you to their fucking death. Lions don't actually live in the jungle. Their real go. habitat is the open savanna where they hunt mammals such as gazelles, antelope, and zebra. They may also cooperate and catch larger mammals such as buffalo, giraffes, and crocodiles. They don't live in no damn jungle. It don't matter. Dude. They live on savannah. It don't matter, homie. <laughs> Honorable Santa is right. Polar anyway. bears are from the lineage of Samoans. No, they ain't. Samoans ain't no fucking polar bears. Nah, I wouldn't get that to them. They ain't shit. Samoans Just because like, you scared um, of them and y'all uh, West Coast niggas are scared of them don't mean we are. No one gave a fuck about what this agent said. Google <laughs> the, the gorilla's behavior and fighting techniques may give it a slight edge, but the polar bear is sheer power and speed would likely give it. I think yeah. I mean, you know, honorable. We knew that for sure. Polar bear is way too strong, and we knew that for sure. They're gonna it's gonna get bad for them. Quickly. I'm not. You think I'm telling a lion to go fight a polar bear? I am so sorry. Okay, back to the story. The six foot six autistic autistic uh, school high school student. Who uh, beat his teacher unconscious? Let me show this video. And this is his adopted. Shout out to Uncle. What up, what up, what up, what up? And what this, it do? This is his uh, adoptive mother. So his mother is. Google is a white man's Bible. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm so sorry for what my son uh, did. Hold on, man. I don't want to show the. I want to show the violence because of YouTube. Situation, but yeah, and um, nobody, nobody should ever have to go through that. But at the same time, please consider that my son has had a hard life, and he's gone through so much trauma in his life. He has autism. Please show mercy to him. It's devastating. That um, my heart is breaking. Um. I'm terrified for my child. I, you know, I feel like if he gets oh, sentenced Lord. to prison, it's a death sentence for him. Okay. Um, go Karen. He's scared. Hey, this is one of those times where those white tears. This might, is George's bag right here. This is one of those times where those white tears might help somebody black. Is that not a good thing? Uh, let me say this. <laughs> now that we have, there's more information that has came out about this case. Mm hmm. Are you going to continue playing the video? I'll play a little bit more. Okay, go ahead. And to have your child call and cry. SSI check. <laughs> okay, raise my, raise my white SSI check. Okay. When they come out, on the first or the third? <laughs> Find my basketball coach. Too. And say, I don't oh, want to die. Um, it's, it's awful. And I don't understand why. That um, in his IEP, it was stated that in the intensive behavior group home that he was living in, if they ever had to remove it as a consequence, they called in the crisis team. And um, the original IEP called for a token economy. There you go. Or um, so he could, you know, to motivate him to do his work, he could earn uh, tokens to then go to like a snack closet. Um, this year, he had a new teacher who, um, it's not Joan, Joan was not his teacher, she's a para. Um, he had a new teacher who um, it was her first year Video teaching. Video games in class. And <laughs> she didn't, I don't know if she didn't understand the IEP, if she didn't read it, <clears throat> but she approached the group home and asked the group home to send it in. Okay. 
Listen, for anybody who watches that video, it's it's hard for them to get past it, and I can understand they'd, they'd be devastated for for Joe Nadich, the um, the victim in this in this attack, and and I can imagine you feel devastated for her as well. You wouldn't have wanted this to happen. Um, you're you're obviously so. All right, you get a point. Hold Basically, on. she's saying the teacher didn't know what she was doing. She didn't properly do her job. <laughs> I will say this before I read the comments, and you didn't let how in the other prior video where the black Young lady was attacked by that white male. Mm -hmm. How the mother was speaking in the video, and mm -hmm. we didn't hear the father say anything sitting on the couch or sitting wherever That's they were sitting. That. That's Why is that so normalized? Like, even in this video, they have the white mother coming out, and I'm like, there was no father figure for him in the house either. So that just plays to the, once again, the curses, the curses that we're under. I mean, if you think about it, I remember, and I don't, I'm not going to stay on this too long. Back in the day, because there was so much of a target on the black man's back, when it came to speaking to certain authorities like police officers and such, his, he would yeah. let his wife speak so there would be no misunderstanding in his words because naturally black men are seen as a threat. He's black always, women are seen as aggressive too. But not in that situation. So when the police would come to the house, it would be the woman that speak, which is not the norm, so that there would be no miscommunication about with what he meant by his words and nothing like that. That seems to have been passed down so much now that it's become the norm that the man doesn't speak to the speak as the authority in the situation. He allows his wife to speak. But okay, yeah. Akifa, no, they over over diagnose children these days. The kid shouldn't get thirty years, but he should go to jail. Something is off with the parenting. She is making excuses. Respect family. Polar bears and Samoans are the evolution of Travis' greatest fear, which would keep him from being a grown-ass man. <laughs> I fought a couple teachers, <laughs> autistic, autistic kids, all y'all. Raised by a white, okay, yes, fought, I fought my basketball coach too on cold, blah, blah, blah. Me too. Hey, brilliantly, video games, this shit real, but since he black, they're going to pass the faulty genes and treat him black. But if it was a white autistic kid, did did the white kid would give a pause because he's autistic. Get a pass, yeah. Uh, they assaulted me first. I fought back. I hear excuses. <laughs> that had him for a birth goes to the court saying autism isn't a real thing because why is he even capable of standing trial can't take responsibility for poor parenting no, no jail, jail time, time probation for there's no parenting for autism it's anti-white manifesto leaked now go bake my crab cakes <laughs> we'd love to see that they're overdiagnosing children i know that's true. it's called agenda 2030 that's true as well they definitely overdiagnosed this a lot so that's true. That's what they were doing with uh, with kids, like saying they had uh, ADHD, ADHD yeah. uh, removing kids out of the classrooms. Yeah. Like, you, and, you know, when kids got up and left out of the classroom, Everybody. they would automatically assume they slow. <laughs> they slow. But that's not necessarily the yeah. case. Some kids are removed out of the classroom because they test better in environments. Like some kids would have to go to, they in different classes all year round. And then there's some kids that are in the regular classrooms, but when it comes to testing, they remove them out of the classrooms because they do better in an isolated environment than they do with other kids around them because they're able to focus more. Yeah. I'm looking it up now, George. Bro, ADHD is not autism. We didn't say it was. We didn't say it was, <laughs> we George. Listen, <laughs> you have ADHD. That's why you didn't listen to us when we were, we went. We were making the uh, comparison. Well, yeah. So that's that. Um, you know, they're trying to get a uh, shorter time for him, but they, they they leaning on the autism angle. 
while the other side is leaning on the he's six foot six. Now, Autism also, there was a thing where they said that bad genes and physical deformities. They also said that he was homeschooled until the COVID thing happened. The lockdowns happened. And at some point, something happened where he was. She had to put him in public schools, I guess, or something like that. Yeah, but he was once homeschooled. <laughs> you don't read with your short attention span, George. <laughs> Please be quiet because the shit you be typing in the comment section, it don't even make no fucking sense most of the time. So be quiet. All right, let me show this right quick. This is the reaction. I'm just going to show the reaction to, by some people. I've seen so many across. lynching pictures. I want to see it in reverse. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, yeah, if, if, if this is the end times, you definitely going to see it. All right, look at this. My shit real. Somebody said he shouldn't have been in. <laughs> somebody said he shouldn't have been in that school. Um, they're saying this is the fourth. This is his fourth assault. He needs to go to prison. He's clearly not safe in society, and this woman cannot parent him. Look at this. Hold on. Honor Luciana been doing this since she was a kid. They tried to remove me from classrooms under bad behavior classification and claiming I did like white women. My mother <laughs> lost it. Oh, your mom had to go throw blows on you. Your ass can't read, but you're going to learn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, somebody said no danger to public. Simple. So all the white people are obviously saying. Uh, send us that to jail. Um, it is what it is. And some black people. Okay. There's some black people saying, hey, there got to be some level of punishment. Y'all overdiagnosing this stuff. And it's not just because you have autism don't mean you don't understand what you're doing and what you did. So it's what it is. It should definitely be some leniency towards them. All right. Um, uh, a stepmother to an autistic person. I'm going to respectfully ask that we choose our words carefully. Thanks. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna come out and say another satisfying racial moment. <laughs> you right, think uh, he would uh, reoffend? Do you, you think he would do it again? Shasty, who you talking to? <laughs> you think he would do it again? You think he would reoffend? Who? The kid, the, the, the autistic dude. I well, yeah. Unfortunately, I, a lot of autistic kids have they have a bad temper. So yes, I believe if somebody even that same scenario and somebody did that to him I, I think he I remember you just paint your hand with the ruler uh, will you cook my crab in? <laughs> yeah <clears throat> um, well I think they, they had got rid of that by the time I had started going to school because if that was the case I definitely would have got popped a couple of times with a ruler Put Elijah McClain in neck holds return to Aurora Police Department will get two hundred thousand in back pay. Nathan Woodyard, acquitted of all charges, has been suspended without pay since September of twenty twenty one. This is the dude. Y'all remember the story where he, they put him in a chokehold, he ended up ended up dying. There was this video, I'm sorry, audio leak and stuff of them mocking them, putting him in a jail and getting. All right, all right, all right, all right. We should be back now. <laughs> All right, so he was choked after being not being greeted at all. The cops just choked him, and then they didn't, they didn't do nothing to the cops. And they ended up giving fifteen million to his family. Yeah. So you give fifteen million dollars to his family, but one officer did get charged. With what? Um, they've sent an article. They did get charged. So one officer was charged. The officer that said that the officer that told the the, the guy that we were talking about did that he, he was reaching for his gun, he got charged. Okay. Oh, the one that lied and said but he was the, other, uh, the other one was acquitted immediately. Hmm. Well, 
the family got 15 million which so shows that there's something clearly was wrong <laughs> the same thing yeah. happened with uh the uh, what's her name uh jefferson woman atiana you gave the board 3.5 million but you didn't charge the cop yeah so something was wrong obviously but you didn't want to all right whatever and he getting back pay yeah it's crazy double for your trouble <laughs> all right beaten and stopped let us know if we back y'all i, I think, think we... they love <laughs> they said we out of here you know we should be good now all right yeah, I think they're gone for today. It's okay. <laughs> Stabbing of Derek Chauvin raises questions about inmate safety. So Derek Chauvin was apparently stabbed 22 times. 22 times. And somehow he lived. And apparently... Oh, this is good. good. Okay. He was stabbed 22 times. And apparently after he stabbed him... I'm sorry, the person who stabbed him was a um, associated with a Mexican gang. Mm. But he left the gang or something. But he had ties to either cartel or something that he wasn't dealing with no more. Mm. So they say he stabbed him 22 times in one in one iteration of the story because he wanted to show solidarity with Black Lives Matter. And another one, the dude who stabbed him, apparently, as Keefer just said, he was an FBI informant. Yeah. And then they say some people think it was staged because Derek Chauvin wants to get out of that prison and gets transferred to another one, or he wants to create an image that he's unsafe Safe. in prison so they'll release him. They're not going to release him. The stabber not white. No. <laughs> it was well, a, it was he, a brown. I think he was a brown or a Spaniard, whatever whatever you want to link he him as. He was part white. of the brown coalition. What do you want to call him? Asian white, whatever you want to call him. Asian white, Mexican, whatever you want to call him. He uh, apparently is the one who stabbed. It. And once again, I hate to say this, I think it's staged. It might be. You mean to tell me once again it wasn't one of the black inmates? Another satisfying racial moment. <laughs> what? It wasn't one of the black inmates? <laughs> no. So y'all didn't do it. It was a come on, man. Y'all in that they room? too busy leaving. Um, they too busy leaving honey buns and oatmeal pies and folding <laughs> your clothes and putting it on your bed. That's what they in there doing. Well, yeah, 22, <laughs> 22 times. I don't know how the hell you survive a stabbing <laughs> twenty two times. Either that person wasn't really trying to kill you, or they just got bad placement with a knife. Um, but yeah, I've seen people get stabbed that many times and live. It depends where he stabbed them. Yeah, and they stab. They didn't stab well either. They could have stabbed them in the legs, the arms. You can stab somebody in the thigh and kill them. There's arteries all over your body. Well, I guess he said he's he's blessed and highly favored. Mexicans and well, whites work. Yeah, it's funny because the Mexicans work with the Aryan Brotherhood. They they cool like black that. Men, black men too busy climbing each other backs and protecting the LGBT. <laughs> I got, that's a gunshot. I got to take that one because the same way on the outside, they letting, we letting Zimmerman walk around in prison behind the walls. He was letting him walk around. Wow. So, yeah, he probably owed money. I refused, refused to, to comply. comply, so he was stabbed. Well, the dude said he did it. They said one story that he did it for Black Lives Matter. Shit. <laughs> the show <lying>. solidarity. <laughs> he tell so, lies. I said last week when that stabbing happened that it was going to turn into a story about how unsafe prison is. And you know what makes me so frustrated with that them putting out articles when uh, there's been plenty of articles out here about how unsafe prison uh, is not even just the, the violence yeah. the living conditions is unsafe what who was it tone or yvette that did something in mississippi about the, Alabama, the prison Mississippi's, yeah Terrible how bad prison. the prison was they, they, they weren't feeding somebody actually died because they were starved to death yeah the rats uh they were, the, the, the food roaches all, the food was full of bugs and all the other stuff yeah maggots it's bad i we be watching 
we uh, we watch uh, sometimes, uh, you know, black men out here doing a lot of commentary on, you know, life after prison. Yeah, the dudes who got out of prison after a long time and they try to get out and And when they you. tell you what they eat. Yeah. Like, you'll just get cornbread and some beans. Yeah. And you remember one dude was lying how he had made it seem like he had another roommate yeah, so <laughs> in the room just to get more food. Also, that, that one dude said that for breakfast they ate a piece of bread, a boiled egg. One boiled egg. And something else, like a piece of, uh, wasn't meat, it was something else. That's so, an extreme diet. Extreme. I noticed every group uh, sends their gays to the blacks in jails. They're protecting everybody. Well, according to them, that's not what that is. In prison, um, for whatever reason. Feminism is satanic. He <laughs> talking about. <laughs> for whatever reason, in prison, uh, black the black prisoners, the dude. Let's be honest; these are just gay black dudes who just so happen to be gangsters as hell. Um, they they switch religion, religion for extra food. That too <laughs> completely changed that whole religion. They ain't Baptist no more. But uh, they look. The black dudes in prison look at every particular, in particular, white dudes as um, what's the word? Just weak, not yeah. men. So the gay dudes who, the black dudes who are into that weird stuff, they treat them just like women. So I won't say they're protecting them. It's more so those other races go to them for protection. Unfortunately, they are, I won't say the majority, because the Aryan Brotherhood is known for being like that too. Uh, they have uh, little servants they have, but it's a weird thing behind that wall, man. Sad. And it's funny, because when you look at these prison stories, unfortunately, the most popular stories is when they tell the gay story. That's why I side all side out all the black Muslims. <laughs> they learn how to be Muslim in prison. <laughs> And they get home, being probably. But Muslim fast. They have well, they, they have, have periods of where they fast. Well, it's the same thing that if you're in prison, you say that you're uh you're Jude you're in the Judaism. You have a certain day to Sabbath, or you have a certain day you yeah. gotta eat feast, and they gotta give you more food and stuff. What's it called? Ramadan? Yeah, Ramadan yeah, Ramadan, you go on the um fast, but afterwards you eat. So there has to be a uh uh to be a, what do you call it? A feast? A feast afterwards. Oh, they they waiting for the feast. <laughs> so they How they you gonna have a feast in prison though. What so the they have a day on Ramadan eating eating behind the backs. Yeah. But then they on the last day. Oh yeah, now I need my feast over here. But anyway, so oh, now they're gonna make this prison thing seem like a big deal because a high profile inmate was stabbed up or not in that jail. You don't think they are? Then it's just a headline for a couple of days and move on. I mean, at the end of the day, we only care about the prisons when they pushing out when they making stuff in prison to sort of the uh by the way, somebody said a prisoner he said that every license plate you see in places like Virginia was created by a prisoner. That's what they, they're doing they in the VA, the Shante? License, That's they what make, you're out there doing? They make all the uh, license plates in some of these prisons. But anyway, let's move on. Let us know if it starts John, jumping again, y'all. Oh, they will. <laughs> Rash of violence has not deterred black parents from keeping their kids at HBCUs. More security measures are needed, they say, but the power of the experience is too important to deny. Well, how do they know these are black other black people that are going around shooting up these universities? Have mm -hmm. they been caught? <laughs> no, Can't, I'm asking a question. I don't know. They never said an article that they caught them. Well, you already read it good. So how do you know they're not white supremacists that are running around here doing this to these black universities? Well, that's what um, Deion Sanders was, claiming, was complaining about at JSU, the crime. Okay, so let me be quiet. No, he I don't know if it was black students. He just was saying there was some crime there. Well, I think his office got broken into. There's crime everywhere. It is, but he was saying this shouldn't be on the campus. We need more security. These kids need protection on this campus, yada, yada. Which is crazy because if you're saying there's no protection on the campus, but there's all these school shooters, but none of the school shooters are 
And I did not happen to well, have HBCU. I think it was only like nine or ten. Which but it was like? like in a, it was like a spree. It was like, like back to back, back to back. That's my in general. Okay. And I, how many school shootings have happened at HBCUs? Are they trying to, to deter black people from going to HBCUs? Is this what this article is about? No, HBCUs are saying that they're they're still want to go. Fast, they're still going to no go. No matter what pursue. happens, they okay. still want to go. Would you send your kids to HBCU? Yes, I would. Okay. Shit, some of them coming out the hood anyway. They're used to it. <laughs> they know how to dodge. Keep going, shit. All right, man. Uh, oh, and I'm sure that these kids that are come from the suburbs are getting a kick out of it. You know, they're getting uh, adjusted to their culture. <laughs> oh yeah, the new plaque. Well, they go like, "Wow, on today, I almost got shot at. It was the most. <laughs> it was exhilarating." <laughs> HBU steal the money. Dion exposed what's going on. Seven, seven presidents in nine years. Yeah. Damn, that is bad turnover. Really, really bad. If you're at a, if you're at, if you work in any place and you have like a high turnover, that means that there is something internally going on in the company. Yeah, exactly. Now, look at this. Post affirmative action, Asian American families are more stressed than ever. Not the yellow, not the gold people. About college admissions. Oh. Now they said that their greatest uh, obstacle obstacle they had to deal with was affirmative action from the blacks. The blacks were causing them to get. Not be able to um, be in the colleges and be represented as much as they should. <laughs> yeah, they misappropriated uh, the funds. Misappropriated the funds. The HBCU thing not going to change until they completely gut that entire system out. It's well, too much you nepotism get the going on. out of there. It'll be all right. It's too much nepotism going on. You have to completely yank all those people out if you, if you want to fix Elitism. But uh, the admission consultant the described. The pawns at it again. <laughs> the admission consultant described what it takes to get into an elite college. Uh, take 10 to 20 advanced placement courses, create a showstopper project. Asian American students need to be extremely uh, strategic in how they present themselves to avoid anti-Asian discrimination. Oh, the like how the black people have to be. <laughs> Sasha uh, Chata of Ivy School uh, Ivy Scholars said at an October webinar in our audience of mostly Asian parents and students. Like instead of saying your name is Nequisha, just say Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically in this article they're saying that oh remember when Deion Sanders dressed up like a woman and danced on stage they he all, did I, I ain't seen that one but I wouldn't be surprised send a link I haven't seen that one HBCUs won't charge until your Black Lives Matter leadership remove all the men <laughs> wow honorable damn <laughs> god damn I would I, I disagree with that vehemently because a lot of the uh, presidents of the HBCUs are women yeah we've seen a lot of those thick ankles Running those universities, so it ain't just uh, a lot of black those, males doing it now. We done seen some thick ankles. Yeah, it's a lot of black women in position at HBCU, so that's now nah, I wouldn't agree with that at all. Yeah, honorable, calm down. But uh, take a chill pill. In this article, they never <laughs> they didn't mention uh, legacy admissions as a part of the reason why they're stressed about getting into college. Huh? Sorry. They didn't mention legacy admissions as a reason why they're stressed about getting into college. But they should have mentioned that. They're saying racism. Well, you said they were they were for that, for the whites. Well, yeah, they when they, they defended the idea of fake ankles. <laughs> they uh they admitted that they are they are fine with white uh, legacy admissions. They were mm. fine with that. <laughs> I see more black men ushering in the foreign whites. That may be true. That may be true. That may be true. But it's some but we're, what we're what I'm saying is I'm pretty sure 
that there are black women doing the same thing. Yeah. So they're saying divestors. <laughs> so this article is basically saying that come to the end of this. This article is saying that now that affirmative action is gone, that racism is the roadblock for Asians in college. Now they're blaming racism. Oh, that's, the angle, blame that's racism, the angle that you should have went from from the beginning and your ass will be getting into these colleges. When black people said that, they said that was an excuse. Now they're saying Name something memorable <laughs> that HBCUs produced in the last 15 years. Um, Well, Deion Sanders. They didn't produce him. They, I mean, they didn't produce him, but they hired him and he he gave them exposure. That's not the same. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll be honest. <laughs> HBCUs that make sign of boule, not our ally. That's true. That's what I said. I said once we get the boules out of there, then we'll be okay. Even at Fox News, so, Asian American families worry race is still a hidden factor in college admission after Supreme Court decision. So now they're doing it, like you said, they're changing their name on the <laughs> on the Washington. They got to change their name instead of Ling Ling, Linda. Man, they do that all the time anyway. Their names be not what their name be. Their name should be Adobo and all that stuff because they're getting all their uh, grades from the damn Ghanaians and all them other people they got doing I, the test. We agree. The Invisible Ponds have always used racism as they get high paying jobs but are looked out of, locked out of, locked out of manageable roles. They have a good marching bands. They do. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true, Brinley. That's true. She got you. The marching bands. She got you. The marching bands, nobody can fuck with. Nobody can fuck with them. So, All right. Fel- how do you say this name? Felicity? Felicity, is that how you say her name? Felicity? Felicity Huffman. All right. says, FBI raided her house after college admission scandal. They woke my daughter up at gunpoint. I'm going to bring this, daughter, this article up for one They reason. had a whole bunch of them. They had the white lady from uh, Full House. Mm-hmm. They had a whole. I think that her and her husband had to do a bid. Yeah, I think he did a month in prison. Look I think this. he got more time. See, this is, he did more time than the wife did. I want to. Oh, here you go. <laughs> I just want to show this part right here. I don't know why she brought this up. They came into my home. She said they woke my daughters up at gunpoint again. <laughs> nothing new to the black and brown community. Then they put my hands behind my back and handcuffed me, and I asked if it could be dressed. If I could get dressed, I thought it was a hoax. I literally l- turned to one of the FBI people in the flat jacket and, and a gun, and I went, is this a joke? Now, why does she feel the need in the middle of her explanation of what happened to bring up, quote-unquote, the black and Because she's putting community? white women in there. So she's trying to say she's comparing her scamming her daughters into college to I black mean, people getting... <laughs> what? The white woman is considered a uh, minority. They get to pull that card out anytime they want to. <laughs> She compared her white womanhood. Yeah. She's wealthy, not, wealthy white womanhood. She don't give a damn. See that? That's my husband's money. It ain't my money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they do that when they scamming, scamming for real. Yeah. All right. In the U.S., black survivors are nearly uh, invisible in the Catholic Speaking clergy. Speaking of invisible, Honorable Sienna, you've been saying invisible this whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the U.S., black survivors are nearly invisible in the Catholic clergy. Sexual abuse crisis. Yeah. Negroes love to dance and sing, Keeper, respectfully. Because that's what we're good at. We're the praisers. <laughs> Inside. Wow, definitely adding your ass to the Wilkins. Wilk what is it? How you going to uh, mail bash on a male-operated channel? Inside. We definitely adding your ass to the Wilkins list, bitch. You tried it. <laughs> that's who she talking to. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, so this is talking about the Catholic Church crisis where they abuse these young boys, 
and they said that black survivors are never are pretty much invisible. I'm trying to think. Have you heard any case what? of one of the black survivors? No, in the I've heard Church no. Uh, probably, there's there's probably some in the UK articles. I'm sure UK probably. with the Catholic priests and what they've done to those uh, blacks over there. But as far as the blacks over here, and this is this happened in Maryland, by the way. So she said, I'm on every platform. She said, I'm me on every she platform. Said, I, I, she said, I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn who on the fucking mic. They gonna get this work. <laughs> but yeah, uh, back to this. Uh, yeah. So I'm not gonna go into this article too deep, but I was just pointing out that uh, that's true. I never really hear no much about. And, and uh, this survivors. is this. I think this took this article is based in uh, Maryland. Yeah. Uh, and he's pretty much saying how there are a lot of black males mm-hmm. who have been assaulted by Catholic priests. priests, and they're invisible. They don't get no attention. No spotlight on them. They just talk about white and males. They don't talk about black and males who suffer the same um, trauma. Yeah. And they also went into, you know, also how the black community doesn't report things as far as being touched and sexually abused in a household as yeah. a child all the way up to adulthood. What did they say? Uh... <laughs> this is a triple moon goddess. Wicked video, video coming, coming soon. soon. <laughs> I will be checking it out. <laughs> well, I'm on code all the time. People says blacks and I'm in out Maryland. Of, and you out of pocket. Blacks in Maryland? Yeah, yeah. there's blacks in Maryland, Baltimore. That's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole bunch of blacks in uh Maryland. What is seven Maryland? There's a there's a YouTube channel. What's her name? It's so good. Yeah. She's, she lives in Maryland. Go check out. It's so good. <laughs> PG County is a wealthy black suburban um, of DC. Yep, PG County. All right, black women in white workplaces are more likely to be considered low performers. Don't got to read the article. This is, uh, yeah, they kind of yes, do this. Uh, they, that's, they're, they're saying because of their 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 payables, mm-hmm. uh, they don't they don't clock in like a lot of hours mm-hmm. professionally, and when they put them on white teams, they see them as low performers because they're not getting as much time payables to pay as they get. <laughs> see how they do the black woman. See how they do. All right, next one. Man accused of hate crime for refusing to have sex with a transgender who had... This story is <laughs> fucking crazy. Genitalia. This story is crazy. You already went through it? Yeah. Explain it to the people. <laughs> so the transgender said that this male in this article who thought that this transgender was a female invited them to not only take pictures of them but to also have sex with them. Once this male figured out he was actually interacting with another male... He cut off all contact, and this transgender, a.k.a. male, is suing him for well, discrimination crime. because he didn't want to fuck this transgender. It's, this is wild. It's our reporting this is a hate crime, Cooper continued. It's like a calling someone who is black the N-word. It doesn't matter if I have a or not. The pictures should be judged as they are. So why are you not getting the hint when you when he found out she was a transgender, he no longer wanted the ass no more? He was like, I wanted the different type of ass. I wanted it to have lips. Be, I'm not going to be vulgar. I didn't want. (laughs) He got his back out. He was going to get too vulgar. Move out. But yeah, the man didn't want all that. He wanted something else. And they're actually trying to sue him for a hate crime. This was a female. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, George, um, these women have a lot of male, these transgender males out here uh doing their makeup and stuff so even the women are actually women you have to ask them are you a woman 
because they have on so much makeup and these big ass uh wing eyelashes and shit that it's really like what the fuck is going on here yeah man fighting <laughs> man fight each other we can go outside and i could beat the wig <laughs> off your ass <laughs> <laughs> You a guy. I'm <laughs> keep creepy. creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's just a quick story I want to get to. That was just. Man, this was based in the UK. The UK is wild. He wanted a muscle. <laughs> look at uh, look at that face. It looked like a fake Asian play actor. <laughs> All right. That was in the UK. The UK be having some crazy stories yeah. going over there. We think it's bad here, or at least. We don't see the headlines over here as much, but they 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 way further along. Like how you didn't get the hint? He's like, okay, I I don't. I'm not into. This. How you gonna sue for a hate crime? That's a hate crime. No, the hate crime would have been him killing you. That's not no, even a hate that's crime. Not even a hate crime. Yeah. That's not even a hate crime because if if things would have transpired and it led to something, he found out you were a transgender. It would have been a crime of. But well, not a crime of passion. What's the only? But I'm telling you, they would have tried to have labeled that a hate crime. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Florida uh, Senate Republican proposes constitutional amendment barring reparations. So Florida said we ain't with that bullshit. So Florida is the only state that's keeping it real with you and not playing games talking about having a fucking study. They like never. Satanic. <laughs> Transgender. <laughs> All right, let's go. Grady Voss said, man, fight each other. We go up, go outside no. and beat the wig off your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me play this. Oh, let me show said, this. Uh, uh, Uncle said, keep the wig on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fulton County Court finds 200-year-old records exposing history of slavery in the South. Let me put a video. You know, you read about slavery in history books, but reading the wills of slave owners, you see how they really treated their slaves like property, handing them down, down. from one relative to another. Back in the 1800s, that property included slaves. Fulton County Chief Probate Court Judge Kenya Johnson showed me wills her office discovered from back then where slave owners wrote what should happen to their slaves when the owners died. It is my will and declare that all my Negro slaves divided into five lots. Wow. bequeath to my daughter, Margaret Rebecca, my Negro woman, Jen, of dark complexion, and all of her children to her and to her <laughs> forever. Judge Johnson had her staff go through the wills to see what slave owners did with their slaves when all the records we need to access before the Civil War. Says yes, we do, Honorable. Read about it in history books. This, another to see and touch the actual records. This is great. One will that caught them by surprise. A slave owner wanted his more than 30 slaves paid and sent back to Africa when he passed. When they start oh, hell no. to Liberia, in the event I die before they start to Liberia, $100 each. Oh, that's it? Oh, that was a lot of money back then, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that was a couple thousand dollars back then. They got them in... They got them in the garage, uh, garage and, exactly. and attics. They got the papers. They got the proof. They just that's make... why when they try to make these claims, uh, these white people, how are we supposed to know? How are we supposed to know? <laughs> nigga, you got the nigga there, there's fucking uh, there's there's they're on the books. That with house, this type of shit. That house has been in your family for uh, 80, 90 to hundred years. Matter of fact, there's years. white people that have come out and said that our family has a history. We have a big ass book of slaves that they own. They yeah. they pass that down like it's generational wealth or something. Yeah, that's, that's their Those heirlooms. Those books are passed down. It's their heirlooms. 
So get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. It's a hundreds of historic documents dating back to the slavery has been discovered among the Fulton County probate court court um, records inside the records room of uh, Fulton County Pro probate court. The recent discovery of two hundred year old court documents provide new insight into the told and untold history of slavery in the Old South. Fulton County's Chief Probate Judge Kenya Jump. We already we just saw him say all that stuff. But uh, we need this. And this is in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Bullington <laughs> County is Atlanta. <laughs> it had to be Atlanta shit. It had to be hot Atlanta. Hot this Atlanta. Guy, this shit got me pissed off. <laughs> like, I don't even know if I'm going to say anything on this segment. Ghana. Fuck. Towards the creation of reparations fund for slavery. So, uh, now, reparations summit in Ghana. <laughs> delegates agreed Thursday to establish a global reparations fund to seek compensation owed to millions of Africans enslaved centuries ago during the transatlantic slave trade. Let me play. Now, this was the opening ceremony for this uh, conference. Um, which one? Well, documented. Uh, well, a documented business. A lot of records get donated to local universities across the U.S. We need all the studies and access to those records. Global. Yep. <laughs> Global. If you got an American last name, that's who owned you. Neil Fuller Jr. All right, let me play this. This is the opening to the uh, conference. Fuck that. We <laughs> they act like they were slaves. Then they saying old Negro spiritual. Check out the This is too much. It's way too much. <laughs> Matter of fact, we there was somebody else in in Ghana or somewhere that did the same reenactment of this, and I was offended. And I'm also offended right now. I don't like it. This is the 2022 website for the for the advancing justice. I'm not going to focus on that one too long. Then we move forward to the a Ghana's reparation summit agrees that a global fund. To compensate Africans for the slave trade. Like, you got to be out your rabbit-ass mind. Ghana, y'all came out and apologized for your role in slavery, and then somehow you think you should be compensated for the slave trade? Fuck no. Islam has slaves conquered North Africa. Sounds so fake, looks so fake, is so fake. I bet they're ass for real, for real. <laughs> it's amazing how in one breath the strong didn't make it to the slave castles commissioned by no whites and ships, but when we all the same victims. The strong did make it. They best and brightest made it and <laughs> left it here. That's why they weak asses over there going through the shit they're going through over there. Because they ain't built for this. All right. It can't be a global fund. Some are worth more than others. <laughs> That's true. That's absolutely true. Um, 
Oh, this article not working now. What was the article? In 1990, Nigeria, they uh, they tried to get uh, reparations for slavery in the 90s. So Nigeria, of course Nigeria would do this shit. Of course Nigeria would do this shit. They would be the main group over there that, do, that would do this fucked up shit. Yeah, Nigeria's leader to they seek fucking scammers. slavery reparations. This was December 24th, 1990. I can't show the article. So it is what it is. I just wanted to show that in the 90s, the Nigerians were already trying to stoop for reparations. Nigerians are like the cousin that you just don't like. And every time they get in a room, you'd be like, if you do something, I just want to whoop your ass so fucking bad. That's what Nigerians are like. Honorable Sienna, is that the letter they sent to the U.S.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was another letter that was sent to the U.S. by the Ethiopian queen. Remember that? You hear me? Yeah. The Ethiopian queen sent a letter for the release of African-American. African that bullshit was on. It was the kindness of her. I fucked that. That was on. I'm going to say his name. That was on Thoughts, Camera, and Action. Was, yes, it was. No, it was the other woman who copied. Uh, what's called her name? He had her on his platform, though. But that wasn't the video he did with her, was it? Yes, it was. Okay. Okay. That was the video that he had brought her brought her on his platform, Thoughts, Camera, and Action, and she was talking to. She was talking to. What's, some, a, what's some the name? Stuff. Um. She copied H O I. She copied the Hebrew Israelite group. Uh, What's the name? H O I, not H O I. Israel in Christ. Yeah, Israel united and she in Christ. changed the shit. Africa united in Christ. Her name, I think her name was Africa united in Christ. I like when Travis Curse shows bigger. <laughs> All right, the descendants of slaves in Nigeria fight for equality. So I, I was going to show y'all the article that showed in the nineties that we're suing for slavery. Even now, they, like, this is twenty nineteen. They also was suing. They were talking about slavery within Nigeria. Now I didn't know this. I, 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 I kind of knew it because I've I've heard them mention it before. How there are the Nigerians are some fucked up people. Um, they yeah they I enslaved knew. their own within their own. So I knew it was there because I remember the Afro Brazilians are in Nigeria. Who came there because they are descendants of the Souza who ran the slave trade. There's an actress out of the kingdom. Of the Sousa, out of the kingdom, name. huh? Go ahead, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying there's an actress named Souza, and yeah. she's from South America. South America. She yeah. was in uh the say uh the best man. Yeah. So in Nigeria, there's an Afro Brazilians who descended from the Souza. Well, not they're not descendants of the Souza, but he was half Brazilian, half yeah. um some white Spaniard, Spaniard, Portuguese, I think. Portuguese, I believe so. And he ran the slave trade in the for the kingdom of Dahomey. Yeah. Or was it Dahomey or was it another name? It was Dahomey. It was a Dahomey uh kingdom. kingdom. All right. They still or, have a statue of him to this day. Yeah, or the kingdom of Judah, which was once called that long before that. Not Judah, um yeah, Judah. But anyway, so I didn't know that they have a caste system. Or Ebo. I think that it was Ebo too. I don't know. But I know they has a they have a caste system in Nigeria. I didn't know that part. Shit. So you look at here, it says uh, on a Sunday morning, I'm not going to read all this, slavery existed among the Igbo long before colonization, but it accelerated in the 16th century when a transatlantic trade began to demand the slaves increased. Under slavery, Igbo societies were divided into three main categories. Diala, is it Abu, and Usu. Usu. The Diala were the freeborn and uh, enjoyed full status as members of the human race. The Abu were taken as captives captives from distant communities or else enslaved in payment or debts as a punishment for crimes. The Dalla kept them as domestic servants, sold them to white merchants and occasionally sacrificed them in religious ceremonies or buried them alive in their master's funerals. A popular Igbo proverb goes, a slave who looks like, a, who looks a 
looks on while a fellow slave is tied up and thrown into a grave should realize that it could also be him, uh, be his day, his turn someday. The Osu were slaves owned by traditional deities. A Diala who wanted to bless, wanted a blessing such as a male child or who was trying to avoid tribulations such as a poor harvest or an epidemic could give a slave or a family member to a shrine or as an offering. A criminal could also seek refuge from punishment by offering himself to a deity. The person then became Usu uh, and lived near the shrine, tending to its grounds and rarely mingled with the larger community. He was a person dedicated to a god, a, a thing set apart, a taboo forever, and his children after him. Yeah. They were even so, they were so wicked, they would throw the slave in a casket and bury him with the owner. That's crazy. Uh, Muslim, Africans, and slave Hebrews, uh, ego Africans, pharaohs, and had Hebrew slaves. Moses fled west, unruly, needed Ten Commandments, Some and stood African tribe of Judah. I told you, Ebo means Hebrew. They were enslaved by, uh, by Muslims, Moors. Yeah. Now I'm going to play this one. This, this is a dude complaining about African Americans. A lot of them do these videos. Yeah, Black Americans moving to uh, the, con the continent. Some African Americans are purchasing land in West Africa at the expense of local people. I have more than seven elders from the Senegambia region complaining over this, serving as evidence. They go, they buy land, inflate the prices, so local Senegambian people have a more difficult time buying rice and other commodities. They purchase large areas of land in the best coastal regions, forcing Africans who want to buy land far into the rural areas. And I have reports that some Americans are mocking the local Senegambian culture, mocking Islam, pushing Kemetic religion, which upsets the people a lot. This American hostile takeover of African land is done in a capitalistic manner. So there's no trickle down effect, no new roads, no new infrastructure built to benefit the local people. It only selfishly benefits the rich American capitalists. The same people who are doing hostile takeover of African land are accusing Arabs of being invaders, Chinese of being invaders. And to the diaspora, they are smoke screening by shoving African identity politics on us. You cannot blind Uncle Sufi. I know what is going on in the continent. Here's my <laughs> advice. Africa needs bricks and socialism to stop hostile takeover of African land by Americans. Moreover, black history is good, but be careful with some people who talk about black history. There's a hidden agenda behind it. I don't even think you full-blown whatever you claiming to be, sir. Kupi <laughs> comes from the uh, Sufi, Sufi Freemasonry. They birthed Knights Templar. Oh, man. That has been debunked. Those of them born in the U.S. must be calling themselves African-American when they return. <laughs> Listen, um, I don't want to go over there. Shout, shout out to uh, Black Incas of the Gambia. They live in the Gambia. Those are African-Americans that decide to repatriate to uh, West Africa. There are a lot of black Americans that go over to Africa and are actually exposing the things that go on over there in that country. Yeah. Um, I think it's crazy that y'all y'all don't get upset when the Arab, the Chinese or European people come over there and buy up the land. Y'all not getting on the, the Internet and talking about that. But when black people come over there and buying up the land, oh, they're inflating. They're making them change, blah, blah. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. You, be, you should be happy that we even going over there at this point. So clowns move to West Africa. <laughs> All right. Unlike some African countries, 
Uh, Benin has publicly acknowledged in broad terms its role in the slave trade. 1992, the country held an international conference sponsored by yada yada UN conference agency that looked at where the house slaves were sold. Ain't got to read all that. But you, but but you were also saying that black people should go over there. When I say they should, but were you not for no, the idea? You said should. When I said that, okay, let me remove the term, the word. That word should. have meanings. Yeah. Were you in agreement that black American agreement? Are you, would you be okay with black sending our seniors over there to West Africa? That was a plan devised by another YouTuber that I heard. Did you agree or disagree with that? I said it was a good plan. I didn't say I wanted to have them. And I said, why would we send our elderly over there to have to go over there and deal with that bullshit? The plan he had was that black America, if we want to build a um, international political structure, we need to send, we, we could send our retired elders to Africa to live in luxury on their, let me finish, on their uh, SSI. Called, the SSI or retirement <laughs> um, checks. They can live in luxury in Africa and help the the local infrastructure and economy of one of those countries, and they will be able to afford the best in that country. But they, the locals don't see it as that. He's one of the people that are saying exactly what I said. Which no, no, is, no, no, no. He's saying that they're coming over there buying land and inflating prices. What the plan I'm talking about, you go over there and you actually, you're actually putting money into the economy, billions. Within, within a couple of years, you will put billions to the economy. So you don't think those people that are moving out there are putting money into he the economy? He just said they're not. That's, that was his complaint. They're not. <laughs> Keep saying no. <laughs> Go ahead. Did y'all see the video of a girl shutting down African-Americans killed the narrative during the Liberian Project? Love it. Another one debunked. <laughs> Mano Filoski. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's that the whole thing that in Liberia, it was black Americans committing these crimes against the locals and all that. The left-hand path. Uh, oh, our elders exchange their children for nice things like matchboxes. So this is them admitting. Uh, we talking fault. about the we talking about the matchboxes that create fire when you're trying to. Yeah, they was exchanging children. Damn, they weren't worth shit. Before leaving Africa, all slaves went through little popo were made to partake in a ritual. They were taken to the well known uh, and made to take their last bath in Africa <laughs> and run around a well <laughs> seven times. The ritual was said to shake off everything African from them to help them lose connection faster. Than usual. Tifa says she ain't sending her mother or father there to retire. <laughs> I studied it all on code and used discernment. <laughs> well, the, 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 the theory of why you would send your elders because if you send young people, and this, by the way, this is a Pan-African that was saying this, by the way. He's Pan-African? Yeah, he's Pan-African. Oh, I did not know that. He's a, well, I guess you would say he's a black nationalist who has pan-african views on certain things okay he believed that if you want to if you want black america to become a nation you need international connections which means the easiest country to build a connection with as black americans would be africa his plan is you don't send young people because if you send young people they're going to be competing for the same jobs and the locals will get angry that these people are taking jobs from them that they're building so even if you're young and you go over there and start a company you're going to want young people who are more uh, educated or have more skills to do the job, which will more than likely be another American. So the locals will get angry. If you send older people, they're already retired, so they're not competing in the, in the uh, job market. They're simply taking their money they're getting from the U.S. government for their retirement and giving it to the low, giving it to the economy of that country. So there's no competing. They're just but why we need to go economy. there to help? Okay, why are we going over there to help another? To build ties. Once again, he wanted to do it to build ties. Once again, for international. To build international uh, connections. Okay. He said the same thing with Cuba in places. Then they'll take advantage of the uh, seniors. Well, that's why you, in that case, you have to send certain people over there to protect them. 
to make like sure. Like-minded Americans have more influence than any African nation. Going to Africa is useless. It's great for <laughs> Egyptian mystery schools. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Let me. It's getting dark outside. Yeah, it's, we got to move faster. All right. Um, the grill. It's the grill. All right. What y'all think about this right here? <laughs> Stevie Wonder, who's don't don't Stevie want to live in Ghana? Yeah, he, I think last he lived I heard, it says Stevie Wonder wants to meet with the White House. Let me play the video. Corrine, um, I had an in-depth conversation with Stevie Wonder last night. Who is? I love Stevie. Now keep shout out to Timothy. What up? What up? What up? What up? What the current topic in here? <laughs> What's the current topic in well, here? Well, now we're about to speak on uh, <laughs> April Ryan wanting. Stevie Wonder to be visited by the uh, White House. He wanted to visit the White House. Stevie Wonder wants oh, to be April a representative Ryan. for the black community. When this woman says Stevie Wonder's name, you notice the, the other reporters started laughing? Wow. Listen. Um, I had an in-depth conversation with Stevie Wonder last night, who is... I love Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Again, for the serious question. I had an in-depth conversation with Stevie Wonder last night. She lying. Who is asking <laughs> Shout the out question. to Papa O'Neill and Shelly. He's very concerned about the black agenda falling along the wayside and issues like laws of 50 years ago that are now being abolished or gutted to include issues like... Is she really the only person wearing a mask? No, the white two. woman in front of her wearing a mask too. Why are they... The Voting Rights Act, what happened in Arkansas last week, uh, affirmative action, Supreme Court, as we've seen it, ban on books, and he's also even brought up issues of the Congo and the lack of information from the White House. She is the White like House amenable to sitting down with Stevie Wonder, who has met with presidents um, throughout history, to include Ronald Reagan? He was one of the major impetus for getting the holiday for Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And also, he was one of those who worked with President Obama. And We're going to ignore that she's struggling to breathe right now? Well, look, hold on. Wait a minute. Uh, these old school artists trying to make a legacy run and look like a fool. Brinley says she looks like she doesn't sleep much. So he's implying that she, if she would stop eating. <laughs> Uh, why she still wearing thick ankles? <laughs> thick ankle <laughs> issues with a Congo. She tried it <laughs> exactly. Now I'm not gonna play the rest of this. So basically, she <laughs> came up with a question asking, "Can the White House meet with Stevie Wonder because he wants to speak with them about the black black agenda and all this other stuff?" And the, it's a, it's funny to me the initial reaction by the other reporters was to laugh. Yes, because black people are the only people that they, use their celebrities like Stevie to Wonder speak for a community. And he don't even live here in America. He live in Ghana. How he gonna speak for us? Stevie Wonder? The white people like Stevie Wonder? The white people like, <laughs> that's where we're white. And that's why I have to deal with it. She said that, you know, she got a little passive aggressive. She said, I'm asking a serious question. Oh, and then she started breathing hard. <laughs> that part. <laughs> I was talking about the White House press secretary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she, I, she I thought slipped. you'd say, <laughs> I thought she's sleeping like she don't. Oh, he, yeah, he, she don't like she sleep because she be worried. Yeah, you got to tell them lies. You got to spin that stuff. April Ryan talking about another black holiday. We need economic stimulus and an anti-black hate crime. We most definitely need that. But she's that. still talking about she wants Stevie Warner. These Stevie questions Warner are pre-screened. She's dumb. Yeah, and it, exactly. <laughs> the, they already knew. the reason why she called on her 
It's because she knew what she was about to ask, and she wanted to. She be ignoring that little white dude that be sitting up there. You saw him with the leg cross, and she be ignoring the African dude too. Yeah, the Africans be like, the African why dude we came out and said that y'all never call on African people, and then little a little group of African people got together and said, yeah, y'all. Well, why never the call fuck they there? Because they want they want their uh, demographic to be spoken to Man, as well. Shit. Look at this. We all deserve help. Building Black and Latino solidarity amid migrant crisis. I'm not gonna read this article. <laughs> Although many Black Chicagoans say the influx has intensified their struggles. Some residents and organizers are working toward racial unity. So this is a, this whole article is an attempt to get Black Americans to want to work with the migrants. And you had an older woman that came out. The older woman in the end of the the article was the one that was coming out defending the Browns, mm-hmm. saying it's white supremacy. It's not the it's not the Browns that are doing this. It's white supremacy. No, they got a little hand in it too. But these Browns know what they're doing too as well. Exactly. He said the school was closed in a very anti-black attack on the neighborhood, says Benji Hart. Oh, Benji. Benji from Chicago. Y'all might know that story of the basketball player. Lost oh, Timothy his is from Chicago. Oh, what up? Uh, what up? So uh, what's, going on in, what's going on in the shy? <laughs> what's going on in the shy? But uh, he said, um, and the community organizers and Woodlawn uh, residents, and then for the city to suddenly be able to turn into a shelter does feel hurtful and insulting for so many folks in the neighborhood. Wait until um, she finds out the Browns are white. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Ando said many groups use their celebrities. They're just not. They're just not relevant to us. You sure? I'm trying to think. Have you well, seen you, do, you have. Okay, you do have. They okay. Like when oh, they were well, trying well, to get Trump, not yeah, they had Ryan that. Reynolds and all these liberal yeah, 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 whites yeah, yeah, that came right, out. Right. And was you know advocating Trump, for Joe Trump Biden, taking, the Democratic Party being shields. Yeah, yeah, Trump was taking pictures with a lot of. It's true. More black and brown. Yeah, he was taking a lot of pictures with uh, celebrities. That's true. That's true. But they, but in that article, it also said that, uh, what, it said 140,000 black Chicagoans have left. Yeah. And they've had an influx of 15,000 migrants. Uh, migrants. And they were actually saying, and she's an older woman, so that means that she might be trying to do what uh, the, the lady from Georgia's state <laughs> Don't, in California. Yeah, just say it like that. Just say it like that. What's her name? Is she running St- for Stacey Abrams? No, not Stacey Abrams. Who you talking about? It's the other one. The one that we thought might be Mexican, half Mexican. What are you talking about? She's running for office. What is her name? She from where? She was she was kind of caught up in that scam. Where's with, she, she from? She's from California. California, we thought she was Mexican. She caught up in this. Oh, uh, Nunez? No, not Nunez. The, the black woman. Oh, um... I hate when we forget names. The, the short hair. With the short, short hair, short where hair. she wears glasses. Oh, Lord, the Moors. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, I get a name. Go ahead. Uh, what was I trying to say? They took me off track. I don't know. I never get Oh, you said she's trying to do the same thing. You said the woman, the alderman in Chicago. Oh, yeah. She's trying to get that, that brown vote, possibly. Because she's she's like, Wait, this is not them. This is white supremacy. Did she go for mayor or senator or something? Uh, Karen Bass. Karen, I got it now. Okay. You're taking too long, nigga. <laughs> Karen Bass. And nobody like, in the chat was going to speak up. Like, who the hell are you talking about? How the about? fuck George didn't speak up? And that's the lady in his damn state. <laughs> All right, let me play this. For them, you're going to have the same office for us. That's right. The feds. The feds. You don't hear any other community talking this plural talk. That's right. They strictly speak for themselves. You got to. The Chinese in Chinatown. Damn speak right. For Chinese, right? That's right. The Greeks in Greek town speak for Greeks. That's damn right, brother. The Hispanics in Little Village speak for Hispanics. That's right. Rightfully so. And black people speak for black. That's true. Oh, yes, sir. Black oh, Americans. Yes, sir. We're not African American. Damn right. 
We're not people of color. Damn yeah. right. We're not black and brown, minority. By pop, none of that. People, no, none of that. Strict, this is about our people demanding the resources, just as you're giving these people, these newcomers who are walking into this country. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. And sister's correct. How do you take a new group of people that have paid no taxes, can't vote, and you put them in front of the voters? I'm not gonna pay them no damn taxes. And so we. I'm not gonna pay him no damn taxes, and he's serious as hell. I hope they know it. He get y'all gave me an excuse. You know what they saying? You know what that girl was saying? You broke motherfucker, kill me. Can't vote, and you put them in front of the voters. I'm not gonna pay him no damn taxes. So we say this to you, Mayor, Governor. He did serious. If you think. <laughs> that they're that powerful that you have to acquiesce and answer to them over us, then you tell them to vote for you in these next elections. <laughs> you tell them to support your Democratic National Convention. But we're going to show you how, how we feel about the Democratic National Convention. Turn it up. Thank you. If you think you're going to have a peaceful Democratic National Convention in the city of Chicago while our people are starving, that's right. Stay tuned. So shout out to the brother. Shout out for standing on business. I hear this brother, but historically we've been speaking for everyone. How about those churches give their buildings to illegals to shelter? <laughs> I guess the churches, they, that's, that's the best they could do, I guess. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Probably said, I love hearing it. Yeah, I love hearing it. It's inspiring. You love hearing it, but you just hope that at some point. You know, but black people do a lot of talking. I'm about to say, I hope some actions behind Not a lot of walking. Hope you just don't vote for Oh, they do do a lot of something. walking. They like to march. <laughs> right, and then be Donald out there twerking. On police cars. Representative Donald says he'd be Trump's vice president. Who wouldn't? Not gonna go too deep in this as well. I'm just saying. You really want your boy Tim Scott to Why get that slot. That ain't my homie, dog. That is your homie. Yeah, so is Mayor uh, no, Adams. Adams might be out here scamming and shit. I ain't got nothing to do with it. Yeah, Adams on the red light district. And sexual assault. He got accused of that too. We ain't gonna ignore him. His name got put up on that chopping block too. <laughs> 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 they like to march. Damn. <laughs> hey, truth is true. I'll give you another example. I'm in the Now look at it. Listen to this. Demo Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> now listen to Demo this. Democrat. <laughs> this is a former mafia. He's a snitch, like all the mafia members, which I want to ask a question right quick. Why do so many people put so much um, respect on the mafia when every last one of them snitch? They do. Every last one. Singing like a canary. They all snitch. Their whole family and crime, organized crime, they all end up snitching. But anyway, forget I give you another example. I'm in the fucking it. gym. I go to the gym, and there's a whirlpool. I'm sitting in there for my fucking raggedy ass boats. Raggedy and I'm ass. getting a, a whirlpool, and there's a woman in there, and a guy. He's sitting up on top with his feet in the fucking thing, and she's in there up to her neck. And they're talking about letting illegal aliens in. <laughs> we should give them uh, licenses, and we should give them cars, and we should give them social security, and we should give them food stands. We should give them this and this. And I'm listening to the whole thing. 10, 12, 15 minutes goes by. I'm toasted. I'm ready to get out. I got to open my mouth. That's just me. <laughs> I said, do you people mind if I injected myself into your conversation for two or three minutes because I'm going to get out? No, no, no. God. I said, you're a really, really good people, both of you. Really no, that's too honorable. Got to get you that one. You're so interesting. I like that. You're really good people. The only thing is that you're Blab. racist, <laughs> both of you. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're not racist. You are. What do you mean? We didn't say anything about black people. I don't give a fuck what you said. What you said 
is you want to give all of this. You didn't say one word about helping black people in our country. Their forefathers came here from like fucking slaves. They're stuck in some ghettos. They need opportunities. You didn't see one word about helping them. Just Hispanic people running across the border. So you're good people, but you forgot a whole section of our country and they belong here. Maybe not by their own will, but they belong here. So I think he's a racist. And I'm gonna go because I've been in this thing for 15 minutes. So I added my two minutes. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you later. I get up and walk the fuck out. But that's the truth. Now, I want to say those mafia dudes, those Italians, they were some of the most racist, <laughs> some of the most racist mugs. But they even he can say that. And mm -hmm. I made a point. She said uh, they're more organized and were smart enough to get into politics and not run from it. That's true. They use their fire, their money and their muscle to force certain things in politics. Now, they usually only did it to get a pass from certain governors or certain police commissioners, but they still did it. For some reason, our crime members, they ran away from any type of politics, any type of gun, any type of cop control, anything. They just wanted to be invisible to anything political, But so that's true. Without knowing our history, we lost, figure out where we came from, how we uh, got here, what we're doing. Bada boom, bada bang. <laughs> the only way to stop illegal immigration here in Chicago is to not vote for the 2024 presidential election and let the Republican president candidate win in Illinois. Uncle says, stop honorable, they white. Uncle Bunnies <laughs> brought me here and I'm, I'm going in and Hanson Gretel was a story to teach. Leave breadcrumbs to know A to B. Stop honorable, they white. It's called white supremacy. They work in Masonic groups. The mafia is Catholic. Ever heard of the Vatican City? All right. You don't see brokies, I mean, bookies anymore. They leveled up legally to DraftKings and FanDuel, but I digress. Oh, you talking some, you talking some real shit right now. And you see the NBA and all these sports companies just legalized gambling on their sport a couple years ago. Mm. So who you think? And Las Vegas is now the hub of that. And we see the money. If y'all ain't paid attention to the stuff that's in Las Vegas, the buildings they're building, all that stuff, they putting a lot of money in Vegas right now. F1, what's that? You know that big building? That's a big old screen. You seen it? Mm -mm. In Vegas, the, the entire building is like a, a globe, and the whole thing is like a, a projector. It's like a marquee or what? What huh? is it like? It's a what? A marquee? It's me a marquee. You don't know what a marquee is? I don't know what you mean. What you reference? What you mean? It's like a like a flashing lights tell you who blah 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 on it yeah it's, it's, it's not a billboard but it's used okay. that to promote stuff so, okay yeah a lot of money going in vegas and it's not a surprise all right uh black immigrants on how the racial reckoning of 2020 shifted their perspective on black identity lebron's uh lebron's maverick carter got caught uh betting with the illegal bookie yeah, yeah we yeah. saw that <laughs> yeah we saw that <laughs> yeah and you know who, i think it was lebron who said he wants to own a team in vegas Football and WWE have the same entertainment contracts. It's all rigged recently. Is that, is that, is that a new place to be? Would uh, Las Vegas be a good location for blacks? No, Las no. Vegas is about to become a hub for a lot of money. Ragatoni. I mean, if you're black and you got a business, I guess, yeah. But if you're a regular person, it's about to get real expensive in Vegas. So the only thing this article right here pretty much told me was that when they came to black, when they came to America, they identify. They finally put black mm -hmm. as their identity as, instead of their tribe, 
and what country they they come from, they no longer exist. That doesn't exist for them no more. They just consider themselves black now. Yeah, yeah. only in America though. Yeah, only in America. Only in America. City of Sin, absolutely. Vice City, you remember that? Well, Makata TV. The Oakland A's moving to Las Las Vegas. Yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those teams are moving to Vegas. And this right here says Black Americans need need better immigration policy. Uh, this whole article was talking about how you know how immigration can uh, negatively impact Black Americans. Did you go through this one? Which one? No. Yeah, it says, uh, growing up in the rural farms of Halifax, Virginia, I pulled tobacco just like my great-grandparents, Roosevelt, a sharecropper, provided for his family until he died in his late 80s. Just a generation before him, his father was a slave. In the late 1990s, uh, as, an, I, as I edged closer to high school graduation, I noticed a shift in the farm workforce. My fellow laborers were increasingly immigrants rather than black Americans like me. Now, this article goes into how the replacement of black Americans by immigrants. Even in obviously the farming industry, where we've seen the farmers, black farmers, the last couple of years have been raising hell, saying that they're not getting funding and they're losing land. Well, that's their stuff. problem. They decided to be inclusive. It and had to put be everybody under the honor of people of color when they should have just went for uh, lineage based, not based on color. So that's their problem. They fucked up the bag. Uh, reducing immigration is not a cure all for plights of black Americans, but it's an immediate, tangible action that Congress could take. One that over the last 200 years, has been repeatedly proven to tighten labor markets and improve workers' bargaining bargaining power. Since the end of the Civil War, African Americans have repeatedly made progress in closing racial wealth and income gaps, only to see that progress reversed by waves of immigration crashing to the U.S. shores to supply business with cheap labor. Go ahead. They be thinking it's a flex that they had no black identity because everyone was black, which has always been stupid to me considering... They're stuck in, in <laughs> the nation phase. developing phase That's as nation. <laughs> Nigeria said they're going to be number one. African Americans have been talking all that shit. But in the future, they're going to be the top dog and we're going to be begging them to come to their country. Yeah. yeah Native blacks have a, a nation. You're standing, You're standing on, on it. You damn right. So that's basically, this whole article is basically obviously making a plea, not a plea, but making a um, a case that they need to stop immigration because of the first black Americans, which they already know. They have the same numbers we see. True. All right, um, oh, Lord, land of the tiny hats. <laughs> America is a corporation, not a country. The same thing for Israel. Go check out that guy, Larry, the global dude. His last videos have been pretty good. Him talking about the Middle East. Uh, it's been on. pretty good. Hold on, y'all. Where's that? That's not the article. Oh, yeah, I moved it. Never mind. All right, whatever. Speak on this a little bit. Seth Rich laptop to be turned over by FBI judge rules. This is just a quick story. This was what? This happened to him back in 2016? Yeah. So in 2016, a man named Seth Rich uh, was shot and killed. And they said a fa- in a raw, in a, um, what she said, <laughs> was uh, shot. <laughs> and they, what they said was a botched robbery. Seth Rich. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that Seth Rich had uh, connections with Certain people, I'm just reading A judge has ordered the FBI to turn over a laptop of murdered Democrat staffer Seth Rich. Texas Judge Amos L. Mazat ordered a timeline for the disclosure of information on Seth Rich's personal laptop, <laughs> Seth Rich's work laptop, the DVD and tape drive within the 14 days knowing, following his, uh, issuance of his mem- uh, true, memorandum really. of opinion and order. Rich, who worked for the Democratic National Committee, was killed in July 10, 2016, while making his way hey. home from a night out in Washington. 
27 year old was speaking to his girlfriend on the phone when the shots were heard. I got my first strike doing a video on him. There was a badge of honor. It's a, a badge. badge of honor to get a strike. <laughs> his death has, in the years since, been used as a right wing activist to fuel far reaching theories about Democrats. <laughs> Look at all. <laughs> he looked like he into an alternative <laughs> lifestyle. While the killer has not been found, police have said evidence indicates he was a victim of a botched robbery. Crookery did it. Now, so y'all already know. Hold on. Don't, hold on. This, don't this, what happened to to Seth Rich, remind you of House of Cards? Yeah, yeah. When that Stafford dude got killed in his car? Yeah. And he was on the phone with his wife too, I believe as well? Yes. This shit, I'm telling you, that was was one of the greatest shows out there. Uh, House of Cards. So, the obviously the conspiracy is that he is the one who leaked the stuff to WikiLeaks. What's the guy's name who run WikiLeaks? Uh, God, I got you. Hold on. Uh, Wiki. Now they're gonna say this for you. Uh. Oh, Julian Assange. That's his name. So Julian Assange. He did an interview where he even insinuated that, that, Seth, Rich, out. that Seth Rich was his... Derek Brainley said it. Yeah, that he insinuated Julian Assange that Seth Rich was his informant in the Hillary Clinton email leaks. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we know in the, in the leaks what the stuff they was talking about. Um, <clears throat> forgot the guy's name. Uh, let's see. What's his name? The one with the glasses. The one that was accused of being a part of the kidnapping of the little girl, Magdalene McClain. I can't, I can't, I can't remember his name. Anyway... They saying that basically they had, Clinton's got them. <laughs> this is all alleged. Got them marked out. I'm not ready to have a, a tab around my toe. But look at this: morgue. the FBI is not involved in Seth Rich's case, despite conspiracy theories. Officials say that this was back in 2017. The FBI said that they were not involved in the case. <laughs> it is now proven they are. They were lying. They were a part of this case from day one. Not the local DC. Not the local local DC police. It was the FBI the entire time. They lied. <laughs> and by the way, when Rich, uh, when he was killed, the the uh, police uh, commissioner stepped down a few weeks later. Mm-hmm. You remember when you remember Pizzagate and all that comment piece and all that shit was going on? It was such great content. Oh, yeah, everybody was. <laughs> we, we, was uh, we wasn't doing YouTube then. No, uh, no, yeah, yeah. I think that I, that was years before we started. I lived in D.C. I went to Comet Pizza and got chills. Yeah, of, course of course they, they did. did. They so lied. Th- th- these people blocked the most investigations I've ever seen. How you call yourself the Federal Bureau of, Federal Bureau of Investigation and you don't investigate nothing? Hell, we don't know. We don't know what they were putting on that pizza. What's in the meat? It could be kids' bodies and every damn thing. Yeah, content with Epic during that time. That 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 Instagram was even more uh, haunting than the than everything else. This is it was just creepy. The Instagram. Well, they still do it. You know, LeBron likes to post. Yeah. What's his name? His, 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 pizza. What's no? What's his call? Um, white people own answer to other white people. Yeah. Nearly, <laughs> nearly and sometimes black people only answer to white people. Oh, wow. Sometimes you got to have a pink face for people to believe you. Oh. All right. Federal judge offers FBI to fairly release, uh, finally release Seth Rich's laptop. So once again, this is proved that they have been part of the investigation from the beginning. Uh, and nothing's going to come of it. They're going to release it. <laughs> it's going to, all the, the good stuff on the laptop going to be gone. Or it might disappear into the ocean. True. Whatever happened to Anthony Weiner's laptop? Anthony Weiner. <laughs> what <laughs> about all that information? Yeah. 
what about all the information they got from uh, Jeffrey Epstein? They have videos, all type of camera. Like, where all that stuff at? But anyway, uh, oh, his name almost came to my mind. I just forgot again. Venezuela prepares for possible invasion into Guyana. I feel like every week there's a new talk about a new invasion, another war. Wars, rumors of wars, rumors <laughs> of wars. Reports from Brazilian intelligence suggest an imminent military move by the Venezuelan army against the Republic of Ghana in the coming days, raising concerns about regional stability and territorial disputes in South America. Mm. When South America is on a chopping block because they need that oil and all those other resources, that's why they, they try to overthrow. Um, was it Colombia had an election Were recently? Were they leaning towards BRICS, ain't they? No, it was Brazil. Brazil okay. had a, um, that president that America wasn't wouldn't um, acknowledge. They tried to put a uh, Fox News, a fake president in, and they weren't going for it. All right, White House worked with YouTube to censor COVID nineteen orchestrates all wars. All White House worked with YouTube to censor COVID nineteen and vaccine misinformation. House Judiciary Committee. We don't need to read this. We already know. <laughs> we, this is finally proven that they were personally. Going out of their way to have YouTube shut how down. Many, how many strikes did we get off of fucking YouTube talking about COVID-19? Probably five. Five strikes. Not, not It's concurrent. a fucking badge of honor. Not concurrently because we would have been going after three, but yeah. Until it was five. like, it happened like every other, every like we would months. get to three. No, we get to two. Get to two, then chill. For about five months. Then they'll get us again, <laughs> then chill. <laughs> we'll never hit three. No, because uh, if we hit three, we ain't no coming back. All right, we talked about uh, last week about the guy who runs OpenAI getting ousted. Um, <laughs> he said, Shh. no child at LeBron school has passed a math test since attending the school since it started five years ago. Because it ain't no damn school. It sounds like, like it's money laundering. Or trial trafficking. <laughs> allegedly, right. allegedly. He LeBron, got, please. He started the pizza business before he started the school, didn't he? He liked pizza. All right, uh, ahead of the OpenAI CEO, Sam Altman. Taco Tuesday, too. Four days, Stuffing burritos. Four days in exile, exile. Several staff researchers wrote a letter on the board of directors warning of a powerful artificial intelligence discovery that they said could threaten humanity. Two people familiar with the matter told Reuters. So apparently the reason why they immediately fired him or made him step down is because they got information that they were working on something that was a danger to humanity. So they made him step down. And, and then, then he went, went to, to Microsoft, Microsoft, I think it was. And, but then he went back four days later, went back to open AI. What did they find? Were they like, get he out of here. You got to go. <laughs> get, get no, they're like, you're moving too fast. You're moving too damn fast. Slow it down. <laughs> Sam not Altman, ready yet. Now, let, just look at this title. Sam Altman's second coming sparks new fears of the AI apocalypse. Like he's the mo like he's the, the Messiah coming again? What the fuck is this bullshit? It seems like we're in the to? we're in the midst of a rebirth and AI is gonna be the takeover. Well they got to have AIs to take over. He's gonna be the he is the god of AI. He he is the the creator. Obviously he ain't the main creator, but he's one of the biggest, most influential people in that space. So they're comparing him to that. All right, um get him out of here. World stands on front lines of disaster at COP28, says UN chief, UN climate chief. So obviously this article, they're talking about how climate oh, you change. Mean this fake weather we yeah. have <laughs> The climate change, the world is in danger. We're all going to die. Let me yada, tell you yada, something. Yada. We have been getting rain like crazy in Seattle for the past two, two or three days. Two or three days has been heavy. They, they, they talking about this atmosphere river shit. Mm -hmm. How do you get back to back? It rains. I mean, it, no, Seattle no, it's a difference. It rains here, 
but you don't get a month worth of rain yeah, in do. three days. That's not normal. That is normal. That's not normal to get hit back to back atmosphere river cycles back to back in a week. I think it's. I think and weren't happened. they also talking about Seattle was heading towards a water drought, and now the Most High just blesses us with all this rain. Seattle's it known, ain't that many Negroes here for us to. <laughs> Seattle, Seattle's known for rain, so. No, you're right. Seattle's known for rain, but it, it, this is rainy season. So you're talking about climate change, and then this right here come out out of that. It's time to limit how often we can travel abroad. Carbon passports may be the answer. Black people don't leave the country, no way. So the same way they wanted the vaccine passports. And people were able to get that up out of here. Now they want carbon passports. So you can only travel a certain amount a year. This is another Cam attempt trails. to control. <laughs> Why do you want to control and restrict travel so much? You want to make less money. Chemtrails, sitting in the atmosphere to create climate change. Well, they've been doing that for decades. So What's that stuff in the sky? <laughs> Nothing, baby. Just the clouds. <laughs> okay, mama. Uh, COVID-19 vaccine passport, do I need one? So this, this is when they try to do this in 2020, 2021. People got it up out the paint. Now they're trying to bring the carbon passport. We'll see if they let them get away with this one. Carbon passports, what the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> Y'all, you can't take your trip to Brazil and well, Cuba. Welcome and... to the welfare stages. <laughs> Go ahead. How the fuck? You predict the weather 10 days out accurately. <laughs> I mean, well, if I'm gro- telling you, if I'm creating the weather, this is what I wanted to be this day, this day, that well, day. Growing that day. up, you was taught you can read the weather by paying attention to what you can read the weather for the next day by paying attention to what the, what the weather is at night. So when you when the sunset, what was the weather? Was it cloudy? Okay, it might rain tomorrow. Was it you knew somewhat well, what the weather could be based off how the day ended. It now hasn't started raining yet. Yeah, now they're predicting it 10, 15 days out, telling you what's going to happen. Yeah, because this is a 10-day... <laughs> they do 15-day forecasts now. <laughs> so they're saying the rain's supposed to... It's, it starts raining around this time every night heavy, and then it goes all the way up till 7 in the morning. Then from 8 to 4, you get a few uh, in between. Yeah. The sun comes out and blah, blah, blah. But this is some fake weather. <laughs> All right, uh, we don't care for y'all long enough. Remember, you can smell the rain before it rained yeah. in North Carolina. Rain on like, the- it's about to rain. It smelled like it's raining. Rain no more. Rain don't smell the same. It had more. an after smell to it, too. Rain don't smell the same no more. You can even smell them. It's about the lightning thunder. <laughs> I'm serious. That's what, that's what happened when you was in tune with nature. When you're in tune with nature, that's just basic senses you can use. But now, you the same, man. It's going to rain on your head. <laughs> All right, man, we're going to let y'all get up out of here. We don't keep y'all long enough. What's your no, last word? No, we ain't word? kept them long enough. <laughs> What's your last word for the people? Get it through your thick head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in the after smell. The yeah. sweet smells of North Carolina and you waking up, you can actually go outside and there's grass between your toes. And they got grass up here. You, hear the, you remember the cricket noise, the oh, birds? Yeah. At night. When it get dark, you hear all the noise, eh, the little noise. <laughs> no more. Peace, Kiefer. Thank you guys for joining us. You could be anywhere, but you decided to spend this Saturn's day with us. Regina will check you out on the replay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thank you all for coming, y'all. Be sure to like it. Be sure to share it if you can. Really appreciate the support. And as always, y'all stay safe. All praise to the most high. And peace, man.